One Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 20. Hey. again live from the bunker on a friday night it is the one man revolution podcast i am your host the revolutionary and i'm joined by the comrade and the wanderer and the thespian and the librarian she's back (laughs) yeah back in studio oh so good it has been 134.5 days. We'll just call it 135 days since the current regime has stolen power from the previous administration. And this week, much has happened. Nice. I'm, I'm going to step on that later. You're probably going to step on it too. Yeah, All right, probably. Here we, here we go. A little ASMR for our friends. Mm. Put a big old head on there just so that yeah. I can get just for the just, you ruined a whole beer just for well, I'm going to drink it for the, the grams <laughs> for the grams. This is the Stamich German style Pilsner from UrbanChestnut.com. Urban Chestnut themselves out of St. Louis, Missouri. It is a German style Pilsner. It is glorious. It is uh, courtesy of the Canadian who is in Los Angeles this week. Uh, not, not hanging out with the, uh, with the, uh, pragmatist. Uh, it's a missed opportunity. It is a missed opportunity. Apparently you can be in the same city and be two cities apart. Yeah. Los Angeles is kind of like that. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. So, uh, the tasting notes on this are Mm. big, rich Pilsner German style. With a giant head. Yeah. Uh, what are you What are you drinking? Com- Dear God, what are you drinking, comrade? The Blue Ribbon of Pabst. Ah, that is a, <laughs> you know, that's a medallion award-winning beer. Somewhere. At some point line. in time. <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes you got to go back to basics. And it's a classic. Uh, basic it is. Well, there's, there's still the, the seltzer or seltzer. Mm. Yes. Pabst Harder. <laughs> really it's called Pabst Harder I don't think it is I think it's stronger maybe I don't know or faster stronger <laughs> you will make it so much longer uh, it's the <laughs> look at your little inception mustache mustache on mustache <laughs> mustache on mustache that's got a good head on it I like it lovely what are you drinking over there Wanderer oh me I uh, have some orange mango spindrift with a shot of tequila. Keeping it simple. Uh, well, uh, hey, Thespian, over there remotely. Yeah. What, what are you drinking? I got good old Bud Light. Ah, uh, the boob yeah. light, of course. The, the queen of beers. Yeah, on my way over here, I was driving and got about five minutes away from the house and was like, oh, shit, beer. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So had to stop at the gas station. There it is. Um, 
Librarian, what are you drinking? So I have the Spindrift. But Here, put the, your face uh, right on that. I have you know. the Spindrift, but the pineapple version with a uh, shot of tequila as well. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Classics. Classics. The classics. Well, it's, you yeah, know. it's summertime, right? It is. Yeah, it's absolutely. a summertime beverage. You know, seltzers or these flavored waters or whatnot with a little bit of uh, alcohol, you know, just added to it. So good. They try, well, the companies are now trying to do it themselves. That's you've got a bunch of different varieties out there of pre-mixed seltzer liquor drinks. Seltzer liquor drinks. <laughs> Absolutely. So this week, so much has gone on. Memorial Day happened, mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. paid tribute to those fallen soldiers uh, that fought wars uh, on the side of the United States, as as we do. Mm. Uh, the president actually went to the tomb of the unknown soldier and gave a speech, mm-hmm. which, you know. But, but according to our House representative, he did skip some parade somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Um, the former president only made one, only went once on Memorial Day. Last year on Memorial Day, he was playing golf. Mm-hmm. The year before that, it was raining, and so he just skipped it. Yep. Walking out there. Uh, the, the the first year that he was in office was the only year he did a Memorial Day anything. And it was very brief. And, you know, he got out of there as quickly as possible. You know, just like he got out of the draft. So, you know, with his fallen ankles or whatever. Yeah, his flat feet. Bone spurs. Bone spurs. Yeah, bone spurs. And uh, what else do we have going on this time? Oh, then on Tuesday, of course, we have the fact that it is Pride Month! <laughs> oh, out there, pride for all those LGBTQ+, plus, you name it, alphabet kids, uh, who, uh, you know, who a lot of the, uh, who a lot of the conservative uh, senators, congresspeople, governors just love to recognize every month. Well, you know, every, our, our every, governor every recognized them in you know, his own special special In way. his own special way. So Governor De- uh, Ron Death Sentence here in Florida, he decided very bluntly to sign a piece of legislation into law on the first day of Pride Month. What was that legislation for? Does anyone remember? Last week we talked all about this <laughs> and both the pragmatist and myself kind of zoned out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I try, I, there, there have been many things that Stone, our guest Stone Stafford, who was on, has posted since then mm-hmm. that I have not responded to uh, at all uh, because I just can't. Uh, I, I know exactly what will happen if I respond. Uh, it's going to end up being an argument between myself and his followers. It's not going to be him. It's going to no, be his followers. No, no. You know, because it's out there to do that. So what did he sign into law? Uh, it's a law restricting transgender athletes from participating in high school sports. Uh, middle school and high school sports. Female yeah. sports. Specific. Female sports. Female sports. Yes. Well, how many, like, obviously this is solving a big problem we've had. Oh, it's it's a it's a huge problem. I mean, they're just you know, middle schools and high schools are just lousy with transgender uh, women Cheaters. trying to cheat their way into the top of wrestling, uh, into the top of uh, of of soccer. Uh, I had I had two thoughts. 
recently about well, very good, comrade. About the uh, librarian from last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had I had thoughts. My brain worked. Oh. It functions correctly. No, uh, I had, I had two thoughts about about that conversation and a couple of realizations that took a few days of digestion yeah, to me sort too. through. One of them was this this trans athlete as athlete thing is nothing more than a dog whistle. Absolutely. It, it is instead of instead of actually engendering the entire nuance of conversation about the significance of it, it's just a really easy way to like die on a hill that's really difficult for anyone to win on. Uh, and 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 beyond, you know, and to a further extent, it's incredibly insulting to narrow that entire conversation down into that one topic. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason it, it took me so long to realize this is because I find it academically speaking, an interesting question and one worth exploring. Not like, Forget the socioeconomic and everything else, but, but uh, trans female athletes in female sport opens up a lot of questions about how our society functions. The Olympics already uh, solved it, though. Yeah. Like, they, the trans athletes are allowed to participate in the Olympics. Right, well, yeah, so obviously that's the correct answer, yeah. but, but not, like, like t- from that specific reason why we got onto the topic to the broader examination of sports and, yeah. and our culture behind it is really telling, I think, of American culture that the first thing we go to is, well, how do we find a winner? Well, so they tried doing, well, what was one person, my thing that I was really frustrated with last week was um, why this is the um, framework for why, how we are trying to decide, you know, what trans rights means going forward. And mm-hmm. this is the hill that they picked on because it's like, well, it involves kids. It involves sports. What's more American than that? And that's the battleground that they picked because they can't fight any other ones. They already lost on the bathroom bills. Right. And this is the new. This is just the new battleground. And the, I don't. I hate to know what the next one's going to be. And it's just you know, it's my frustration with a lot of the conversation that is. It's like you get bogged down in the details, and you realize the big picture is all about you know. <sighs> <laughs> their their humanity basically. Yeah. Well, trans rights are human rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a hundred percent true. The biggest problem that I think that we have is that in these fights, the govern the government and the politicians aren't looking at any individual. No, they're just looking. They're not looking at any case law. They're creating law mm-hmm. that's removing the rights away from children. For, for an arbitrary thing. For an ar- absolutely arbitrary thing. And it's mostly because the supporters that they have mm-hmm. look at it very clear. And I have example after example after example that I can pull up from people that I've seen on social media that are pretty, pretty darn simple. It's like, mm-hmm. well, it's really, well, I, I don't understand why this is a big deal. Uh, boys are boys and girls are girls. What's the problem? And the answer is, you're right. Boys are boys. And girls are girls. It's how people identify. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, these people are. They want. If I bring that up in the in the group that I bring it up with, yeah. they all do this. They they pile on, and it's just not a worthwhile argument because they're never going to hear Mm-mm. what you're saying mm-hmm. ever. All they're hearing is you're saying you're reducing what men are, you're reducing what women are, and there's this group that is bringing themselves into it. And wanting to elevate themselves in a different way by lowering everyone else, which isn't what is happening. Well, I think it's also uh, like it comes from a false framework of of quote unquote normalcy. 
right? It's, it's this idea, this puritanical idea of the, the wasp family, yeah. for lack of a better term. Uh, one man, one woman, some kids move on, reproduce, the country grows uh, as a as like as like the only way that humanity has ever functioned and ever could function, instead instead of looking at actual history yeah. and realizing that there have been a lot of societies that have been way more open minded about a lot of different things, some to the better, some to the worse. Yeah. But there is no one blueprint for humanity. We are far too complicated. And they're acting, and this is the part that gets me. They're acting like they're solving a new problem, right? They're not solving any problem because there is no problem. I agree, but they're acting like this is to such a point now that it has to be solved. There has to be a solution right. instead of there just being the idea that, oh, human being, human being, individual, person, fine. So, so one of one, someone on Instagram who I follow posted a photograph, and the photograph looks like this. I'll show the comrade. Okay. okay, I'll show I'll show the librarian. I'll spin it around and I'll show the wanderer. Okay, it says encourage men men to pee sitting down to be more inclusive of trans men. Now there is no address bar of where this came from. There's no. It's obviously from a web article that was there, but it's a screenshot with a phone to a screen. That's all it says. And then you can barely make out what the article is, but every comment is the same thing. The first one from the original poster says, if you don't sit down, it means you don't care. That was his original post. But also could be uh, satire. Yeah, this is in bad faith. Yeah, the entire article could be satire. Right. We don't know because there's no address bar. There's no actual link to what was there. Mm -hmm. This could be anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying in my personal experience, I've never had to encourage a man to sit down to pee. They're kind of like doing it on their own. Yeah. Also, all the trans men that I know don't care how other people pee. Correct. And this is, again, ah, bringing it into the bathroom. It's bring it into the bathroom, bring it into the bedroom, bring it all of the, all of the things that happen, you know, that are discussed during Pride Month are things that, you know, basically the the conservatives want to get into the bedroom. They want to get into the bathroom. They want to stand there next to you and go, wait, you're, you're, you're sitting down to pee. What are you? What are you, comrade? Why are you sitting down to pee? In this on-off dichotomy, yep. how do you define? Exactly. It's like, I got tweets to tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I got fans. I have to hold my phone. Yeah. yeah, let me yeah. Take I want to hold my dick. I want to hold my phone. Let me take a minute and actually sit down because a lot of people don't even get the opportunity to sit down at work. Especially at work. Yeah, if you're at work, you're on company time. You're going to take all the time mm -hmm. you want. So one of the other comments that's on here says, someone really needs to put a stop to all this shit. I'm glad my kids are older and know better. I don't, I don't care what the person next to me does as long as they don't throw it in my face. Now, that's, that's the one. That's literally the entire thing was a, that's, that's. No, but I actually heard that phrase. Yeah. Uh, this week from somebody said earnestly, I don't mind gay people as long as they're not gay around me. And, and those I really, are homophobes. Well, yeah. I really wanted to, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, because like because the question is, of course, well, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what does being gay around you mean? Also, let's flip that. 
Don't ever be straight around gay people. How dare you? You <laughs> awful human being. How uncomfortable you must be making them. Yes. Right? You yeah. idiot. You must be making that. That, that, that gay person very uncomfortable, comrade. Exactly, yeah. By being straight, by showing affection to a person of the opposite sex. Which is more about PDA than it is about your orientation. Nobody wants to see that. Take it home. <laughs> but I am home. All right. That's good. Damn OnlyFans. <laughs> Oh man. But again, this that whole discussion we had last week, I kept trying to make the same argument which was why does this matter? Why are you making why is why are you saying that, you know, that that bo- that boys are going to wake up one morning and decide that they want to compete in women's sports. And when I said that, of course, the argument became every single time well, uh, they're just stronger, they're bigger, and they're going to be able to beat the beat the girls. And I'm like, that's not what this is about, right? No, no, but it's it's that's what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Is, is this bizarre? Well, we have to narrow it down to an easy, overly simple way to objectify this problem. Yeah, we have it's, to protect those poor women who are just going to lose to the horrible men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the other part of it. But uh, I also think like it, it's just it's. It, that argument rings really hollow. You're, it's not said from the perspective of, I really care for the integrity of sports. It says, I really care for maintaining what I expect out of the structure of my life in this bizarre Midwestern town. Gender norms. Yeah. Right. We must maintain gender norms. We right. must maintain sexual sexuality norms. Mm-hmm. Otherwise... Make new norms. It, yeah. But the, <laughs> but the whole problem is, Wander, is there is no normal. Normality is a fallacy, and I think that's the biggest problem that we have with conservatives. Conservatives, all they care about is is defining Phallics. things to a point. <laughs> they do. All they care about are penises. Exactly. Yeah. But but again, all they care about is defining things as, especially in the English language, A or B. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Either you're straight or you're gay. Well, well but what about you're straight oh, or you're wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But again, it drives me crazy every single time I see a post like that, mm-hmm. which has no context whatsoever, and there are 87 comments on that, on, on that post. All of them are just as ignorant as the one before. Well, you know? I, well obviously, that post on Facebook is not meant to inspire... Uh, it's Instagram, but yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's not meant to inspire deep, thoughtful conversation between people of a higher level of understanding, it's meant to stir the pot. Yeah. Which um, leads very much into a lot of the the social media manipulation we've been seeing recently that, that basically is find whatever hot button there is, stir it up a little bit, and get the people more divided so that it makes, that, it, makes it that much more difficult to get something done. But the original poster of that picture has 25,000 followers. Right. And that's a problem for me. Well, it's a, no, it's a huge... But what I'm saying is... Uh, it comes from a lot of different places, but somebody like that, that's really not that many people. Huh. By the way, his engagement is terrible if he only got 87 responses. Right. Uh, that's a pretty bad, it's bad Instagram account. Yeah. Uh, but but he wasn't the original poster. He was sharing it from somebody else. Yeah. I, Who shared it from someone else? I, I'm sure. I don't know. It looked like it was a picture from a screen. He was shared that, that picture sure. from somewhere. But if you don't, and again, if I call the guy out and I say, look, buddy, I've known you for over a decade. Here's what we need to do. Can you source where that picture came from? Mm-hmm. And this is an individual I have done that to repeatedly. You source it. I don't have time for that. Well, no, and what he says is, I just thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Because it, you know, 
re reinforces reinforces their you know narrative so of course they're going to share it because they see it and they read it and then they share it and it may have originally been a satire Mm -hmm. but he read it or they they read it and saw what they wanted to see and then they shared it but i was going to say though there are truly some people and, and and obviously it's a layered thing but there are truly some people whose position online is i don't really care i just like making people angry yeah mm-hmm which uh, everyone who sees a post like that feels the victim, right? Yeah. So he could have easily played it in a different light, and and the you know liberal people would be angry and all this up and you know so it's not that isn't tes- necessarily a one or the other. It's just like I said, stirring the pot, making things worse. So how can we fight this? The law that's here in Florida, we're all Florida residents here that are sitting at this table and and online. Are, and online. How can we fight this? I mean, I know the ACLU and a few other groups are already, you know, looking for someone that will be affected by this law so that they can file suit. Remember, we can vote for a different governor, (laughs) but that doesn't change the law. Doesn't change the law. And I agree. We should change governors. So to change the law, like I am not a like I'm not a victim, a part of like victim party yeah. uh, so i can't damage party yeah. Uh, yeah i can't myself go after the law because i don't they didn't it didn't do anything to me yet and i think that's the problem see you we ha- have no one i mean i don't my, my my child is is uh is an adult as of thursday wednesday wednesday cheers well but yeah. there, there are organizations i mean a full-on adult that yeah, are doing this and a, a lot of people bringing up action against it mm. They're nonprofits, so you can always donate to them if you really care about the issue. Yeah. Like, hey, so you're fighting this, and generally they fight other good civil civil liberties, yeah. liberty battles. Yeah, and the ACLU is a great is a great group, and you know, regardless of what you feel about them, it, this is a this is definitely a, a case that's right up their alley. This is self expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that is is changing. This is a Title IX issue, which goes to federal. So I think that that what you know death sentence has done here is he's going to elevate this argument to the federal level very, very quickly. Yeah, right. but that that's almost the point of it. Yeah. I don't think he encouraged this t- because he he thought there was an issue. He did it to get his name out there. Yeah. Well, so, but I think it's threefold. It's getting his name out there. It's it's following some level of RNC order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, G- because GQP. Uh, third point, they've recently stacked the court conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a very good chance if they if they play it right. They let the right suits go through in the right kind of way to the right judge. They'll get it into the Supreme Court so they can orchestrate the actual findings they want it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which will fail. The things we've been seeing lately, we, we can hope, is that the courts have not been doing what the uh, what what the GQP want them to do, which is a hundred percent. They're, you know, they're kind of the like well, they're not the hard line. You know, they're no. kind of in between. They're still definitely running a conservative lean. They're still making some decisions that. Are kind of double edged. Well, you know? the, a recent uh, a recent Supreme Court case was uh, there was a, uh, a a girl in a state I can't remember what state it was, but she was a cheer she was trying out for the varsity cheerleading squad, and she did not get on the squad, and so on Snapchat, which marked her location as a convenience store, which was off campus of the high school that she was at. Basically, she put up a rant about the fact that she did not make it on the varsity cheerleading squad. And it caused an uproar in the school to the point 
where they, you know, basically the, the, there was a suit filed in her name to try and, you know, be, to try and silence her because she was, she was censured. She was given detention. She was, uh, she was suspended. It was a whole list of things that happened to her because of the TikTok, because of her speech on Snapchat, Snapchat. Which again, as we know, is the uh, is the platform that disappears. But enough people saw it because she was popular enough in school that it created this problem. Well, it worked its way through the lower courts. It made its way to the higher courts. It made its way to the Supreme Court. And Brett, let's play quarters. Uh, Kavanaugh, uh, <laughs> the librarian's face was justice. Incredible. I'm sorry. I, I I'm sorry. Uh, that's a strike for me. It should have been. It should have been justice. Let's play quarters, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, so yeah, uh, he, with no legal discussion, <laughs> right, went off on a complete tangent because he teaches. I mean, he used to coach girls basketball, and he said, "Well, if there was someone that didn't make the team, they probably would have." They pro- strike that one wasn't me. I know. <laughs> um, they probably. <laughs> They, you know, if, if one of my players would have gone onto social media and made a huge stink about the fact that they weren't being able to play a position, and but they were doing this from their home, they were doing it off of campus, I don't see the reason why this is such a big deal. Now, that's a very important thing. Here is a Supreme Court justice who is saying, if a kid's blown off steam off campus, mm. there's, no ba- there's no problem. Well, surprising. It, this is a case that is ongoing. Um, they, they're kicking it back down to lower courts because they say it does not uh, pass the test of being something that would reach, you know, the Supreme Court right. as a, um, you know, as a, as a First Amendment thing because this person was damaged. So, right? Okay, so I'm like, what's the ruling on it? Uh, it, was, it was kicked back. I know, but what, so, but it had to have had a ruling on it to get kicked back to. So it didn't have like, enough evidence. Not enough evidence was presented to keep it in the courts. They, oh, okay. But but the conservatives were hoping this would be, well, here's a case of social media creating a ruckus, and therefore we can close down social media. That's what they want. That's what they were hoping it would be. That's why they elevated it all the way to the Supreme Court. The stupidity of that argument baffles me. But that's what they were hoping for. <sighs> they were hoping because... But they, but they have a better case leveraging the former president. Oh yeah. Then they do of any teenager like like or the justice said blowing off steam. That's nothing. They they mean nothing. They have no significance on on a, on a global impact like they would have uh, that's a much better case for somebody like the former president and his removal because that's very significant on a, a historical level. Yeah. Again, the biggest problem here had nothing to do with the right for her to have free speech. Of course not. No, it was the ramifications of that free speech, right? Which it's like, look, this isn't a, this isn't a federal crime. There's nothing here that we can that we can dictate on because this is the school board saying here's the punishment. Now, should they have punished her? And that's where Britt Kavanaugh went crazy and said, no, they probably shouldn't have punished her, but uh, they did, and uh, we're just going to kick it out of the courts. So, 
why does the school care? Like, I can't imagine my high school thinking, like, caring what I think about it. It'll be like, ah, you're going to be gone in four years. And when everybody hates their school, like, you think, like, <laughs> you know what? I love administrators. They are just the best people I've interacted with. They've made these four years a pleasure. Oh. Administrative <laughs> teachers, anybody with authority over me and my uh, adolescent brain. Right. They have just been the best. Love no, all of them. Like, what? Why do they care? Back in my day. Where they're like, oh my gosh, now the kids aren't going to want to go to this public school that they're forced to go to because they live within the district. Oh no, we don't have a choice. We go. Yeah. It's a crime if we don't. Yeah. yeah like what? What are there like likes going to go down? People are going to start following on YouTube. What? Yeah. People aren't going to go to the games. They're already getting funding. It's not going to stop their funding. School boards can be like, oh, nobody's your friend anymore. We're going to cut your funding. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why do they care? Control. Uh, Thespian, do you have a, any any uh, comments on that from high school, junior high school? Um, <clears throat> no, my my school wouldn't have given a shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, who are you again? If are you said, sure you're enrolled here? Especially yeah. if they said something off campus. Like, yeah. had it been on campus, sure, because then they would have been like, "Why were you using your phone on campus?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, back in my day, we didn't have phones on campus unless you went and put a quarter in it. We did still have a payphone on my campus. Yeah, yeah. I had a yeah. payphone on my campus. Well, I think it's a federal law. You have to have a payphone on campus <laughs> just in case. Yeah, just in case. Mm. Yeah. So, again, these are uh, when the, in the case of the president. Yeah. Uh, just today, uh, a ruling came down from Facebook that said that he will be off until after 2022. He's got a it's like 2023. He's got a two year suspension. Uh, so, so when the Supreme Court of Facebook, the, 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 con, the consultants that they have who make these decisions, they said, you know, Facebook, what you got to do is you got to give a timeline for this. You can't just be ambiguous and say you're off until we feel like it. And then they went back into his speed and tallied every single violation he had. And yeah. if you add a week on this, a week on this, a yeah. week yep. on this, it equals two, two years. years, two years. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and so so again, comrade. That again, that's a much stronger case mm -hmm. because here's this private company who's following their own rules, and now trying now if the conservatives want to take that up, yeah. then go ahead and take it up. They already solved the problem because that that I mean it, it isn't. We know it isn't. This is like carrying an aspect of their facetious position to an extent. It is. Uh, it, it's it's a closer example of a restriction of your freedom of speech, uh, especially because it it directly involves political speech. Correct. Which is kind of the whole root of the issue is is if the Supreme Court makes a ruling against a Snapchat lecture, yeah, how could that potentially affect political free speech? So if they feel like it could in any way, we can't enforce that aspect. But in the past four years, let's say six years, because this started before the the former president was involved. It's, it started in 08. It did start in 08 with Obama. You're right, mm -hmm. with President Obama. So what the thing was is that when these social media companies started to come on board, they made special rules for political figures. Mm -hmm. And he violated all of them, and they did nothing for four years, well, five years. Well, that, that's kind of when we discovered yeah. you know, what the threshold was for removal <laughs> from a platform like Twitter, which is... If you make them enough money, yes, you're good until you leave office. Yeah, they made yeah <laughs> until you're no longer, which well, is nowhere in the terms of service. Well, here we well, I hate to say it, comrade, but here we are six months into uh, into a year, and and we are eight eight months away from an election, away from the election, 
and the GQP uh, followers of the former president are still fighting to say that he never lost the election. Right. They're, they're fighting in uh, Ar- Pennsylvania and Arizona, right? Arizona right now. And we talk, we've talked about that in the past yeah. where they've got to get rid of all the voting machines. It's costing millions of dollars to taxpayer because they broke everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Pennsylvania are doing the same thing. But they're going to keep putting these forward. And there are people out there that still think the former president is running a shadow government. <laughs> think about this. <laughs> He's running a shadow government right now. God. The man who is standing in front of, you know, who stood in front of uh, of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And no, 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 that's not the real president. He's just, he's just the guy. He, he's just a figurehead. And they're all gonna, they're all gonna be executed by the former president. Well, you know, very soon. And by the way. Um, there was a date it passed. There was another date that passed. There was another date that passed. They had May 15th. It passed. Um, they had June 1st. It passed. Yep. Everything passed. And there's so a new one in August. And there's an August one. Yeah. So all I have to say to that is fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I mean, there's nothing else I can say there. I, yeah. just, I wish I had more of that bass hit. Yeah, you like that one? <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump! But if I give more than that, then we get cut. We get, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can do a couple bars, but that's about all that we can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it drives me absolutely insane that there are still people out there that believe, I mean, believe that he is still president. Uh, but I, I actually question if that's the, the root of the thought. <laughs> I no, I truly believe that the root of that thought is there's no way in my America that a Democrat won. Yeah, well, and that means, and that means yeah. logically that we are not in my America anymore. <laughs> we or found they never the technical. We found the Technicolor Wonder World, mm. <laughs> and it is it is uh, Pride Month. <laughs> well, you know, all all I have to say is <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, really, jeez. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's mystifying. Well, I've linked all my pe- all my pieces of the quilt together. So, where are we going from here? <laughs> well, it's it's too early for you. It's too early for you. So right? uh, we need thoughts. Yeah, I'm, I'm not producing many at the moment. <laughs> See, I would like to thank our our producer uh, party producer for ruining my show tonight. I appreciate I just, that. I give you those first those last two topics. What do you want? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm just man. learning about how global warming is happening, and uh, there's just people asking for our thoughts and prayers. <laughs> so Facebook this week, if we want to stay on social media, Facebook ah. this week created a new prayers button. Now, not everyone is getting it. It seems that it's being rolled out to certain people, but it is, yeah, there it is. And the idea here is, is that it's saying... Uh, you can push the button and say, you know, prayers are needed for such and so and tag someone in it. And now it's a new feature of Facebook. I thought it was a react. I was, I was, ho- like, oh. and I was like, but we also need thoughts. <laughs> yeah. we. Need- <laughs> it's it's going to be like somebody with praying hands and a little thought bubble above their head. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be a reaction, too, because that. in previous years they did the pride flag. But yeah, only yeah. during Pride Month of as course. a reaction. And I was like, is oh, this like... Uh, I, I saw a fun thing on Reddit today that, that showed all of the different... Hang on. He's reading Reddit again. Every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did he stop? It was no, comparing a lot of the corporate Twitter account uh, profile pictures with the corporate 
Middle East oh. account. Oh. And none of the corporate Middle East accounts have the pride colors. Ooh. It's not everybody's oh, pride month. Oh, do you want to talk about rainbow capitalism? Yeah. I think okay. I mean like I think that's a great topic. Well, turning to our hey, hey. turning to our pride correspondent. Well, Wanderer, I think, still had a uh, comment. Uh, Wanderer's got the pride hair, yeah, so we'll let I mean, you go. That's not it at all, but <laughs> The Utah governor was asking for uh, prayers this weekend to help the drought not be a thing. That's right. In the Southwest, they're having a drought, and the yeah, the governor was saying we uh, need thoughts and prayers. There, now we can move on. <laughs> so yeah, so cor- yeah, co- the the corporations right now who you know it's like oh look it's it's a uh, it, it's Pride Month. Yeah, and it's profitable to mm-hmm. just change our logo to a rainbow and do absolutely nothing mm-hmm. for the community. But we get all these kudos for being like being inclusive but not actually being inclusive because that requires work. That's basically the core concept of rainbow capitalism. But but the funny thing is to me is the fact that it does work. And it has and it has worked to apparently great uh, aplomb because they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. It, and I would think with the, the level of like self-awareness of many of the consumers in our lives that you would think that more people would actually notice that pattern, but apparently not. Well, no, because then they, they'll buy the, you know, the rainbow coffee or whatever. And they're like, Hey, I'm supporting this. Cause I'm trying to show to other people that I support right. this community. And that money just goes back to the coffee shop and not to, it does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it does yeah. nothing. Hey, hey, what's that game? Uh, rocket league. Yeah, Rocket Rocket League put out a set of tires for your car that are Pride tires. They've That's had, it. They've had those, but but again, no, no, they release them every year mm-hmm. at huh. during Pride Month, and it's like here's some free Pride tires. It's like uh, cool, awesome. What else are you doing? Yeah. I mean, if uh, if if uh, ten million people put Pride tires on, are you going to give some money to somebody or something? No. <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, you could stop donating to uh, legislators that are trying to Bingo. erode all their rights. But no, put, put a rainbow on your logo. Yo, spe- okay, since we're on that topic, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <sighs> what about Chick-fil-A? The more I learn about the way they operate, mm-hmm. the, the more I hate them. I, I was already on the, on the fence of, do I just avoid them or do I actively hate them? I'm firmly on the other side of actively hating now. Mm-hmm. Like, like the amount of money and effort that they are very quietly contributing to all the right places and just the right amounts yeah. to make sure legislation stays the way it is. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Yeah. And one of the things that I saw on uh, Wendy's Twitter account, which I love <laughs> Wendy's Classic. Twitter They're account. They're very good. They are the best fast food. If you want a, want a good laugh, just watch the Wendy's Twitter account. I think Arby's gets a bit surreal sometimes too. <laughs> but. Well, Arby's, Ar- Ar- I love when Arby's says something and, and uh, Wendy's goes, we actually have beef in our food. You know, it's just like, that's the end. It was like, but, but, the, but someone said, hey, let's, let's calm this beef once and for all between Chick-fil-A and Wendy's. And, when, and Wendy's goes, and uh, Chick-fil-A goes, well, you know, we, uh, if, we, if we wanted to be more profitable, we would open up on Sundays, but then we would just be Wendy's. And Wendy's came back with, your mom's a hoe. Yes. <laughs> Literally was all they said, your mom's a hoe. And I'm like, <laughs> there, no, nothing else is needed. What are they going to do? That's the so the social media media manager from Chick Fil A cannot answer that one nope. because, like, mm. how did you know her name was Mary? <laughs> yeah. uh, Magdalene. It was Magdalene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
it, it just, oh, I just love that. But yeah, this, this rainbow capitalism is hilarious. And as you said, you know, the Middle East feeds are different. Uh, and all of the companies that I've seen, it's like, well, remember, we, we're supporting you during Pride Month. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how? How? They, they willingly sacrificed their 70 plus a white demographic for all of the pride demographic, I guess. For one month only. <laughs> for, for a month. Oh, one yeah. month only. Yeah. Well, one month and one month only. It's the only well, way so to do it. Going back to the Chick-fil-A thing, a friend of mine had uh, posted, I guess it was a tweet of somebody saying like, hey, why don't we, instead of doing a full boycott of Chick-fil-A, because you can't do that, just give it up for one month, for pride month. Make it like straight people's Lent. Just being like, straight <laughs> people Lent. Yeah, I saw. No, I mean, I'll, to be totally honest with you, I haven't been to Chick Fil A in over a year. Right. It's not that hard to get out of your life. <laughs> it's fried chicken. Right. It's not that good. There are much better chicken sandwiches that are available to you. So please, everyone out there. No, what Chick Fil A yeah. has done is they've mastered the art of efficient drive-through hmm. and and consistent quality fried chicken. Like, but they will give you a prayer on the way by. Sure. No, but what I'm saying is, it's always the same. And that's like the big thing is like their weirdly lumpy chicken breast. It's always a little bit bigger on one side. Uh, <laughs> it's a natural chicken breast. I mean, that's, I, mean, that's, I mean, if you want really perfectly round chicken breasts, I mean, that's that's some kind of that's some kind of science shit. And I Probably guarantee got you, in it. and I guarantee you, Chick Fil A doesn't believe in that either. Not where I was trying to go with it, but that's fine. <laughs> it's, you can count on it being the same, and you always get through in like three minutes. Yeah, that, yeah. Th- that's the real one. Yeah, Christians are very minutes. efficient. About three minutes is the average. Yeah. Oh, oh, you get that? You take that long? <laughs> <laughs> three minutes is ambitious. <laughs> well, he's not Christian. So. <laughs> Come on, guys, be gentle. And that's why they hate gay people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> yeah, it made sense. I don't. <laughs> how, how do how do they do that? <laughs> Problem solved. I've now figured it all out. Uh, so the gang solves <laughs> solves gay gay pride, uh, Christian views. Um, man, and it's so, true. Uh, so I've learned certain things when watching out for this rainbow capitalism. Hmm. Uh, some some companies are donating to charities. I know locally one of our theme parks uh, from their Love is Universal line mm-hmm. <laughs> are dating... Not a uh, giveaway. Nah, um, are donating 10% of the profits just for this month to a local LGBTQIA. Why not do it all the time? Because uh, they're still a corporation. Stop it. Because they only get a tax write-off for one month. Apparently, <laughs> next month it's reserved for something else. Yeah, like you know, every month's a new thing. Well, when's Straight uh, Pride Month then? That's what I want to know. When the hell is Straight Pride Month? <laughs> Roll Tide. Old Navy's Fourth of July sale is just <laughs> around the corner, and you know it. <laughs> oh, that's the truth. You got a point there. Oh, because you can't see memes on a podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, we, we should have some kind of we should have some kind of a, a one man revolution me live meme action, you know. Oh, <laughs> only for your that's how they it. show up in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> you see something on TV and then you cut the picture and then you make it funnier. 
Slightly. And then you share the memes and then everyone gets all the information. And then someone takes a picture of it on a computer screen with their phone and then posts it on Facebook with no context. With no context at all. Yeah, Yeah, that's usually That's why they hate the gift now. (laughs) (laughs) That's just communication. Yeah. Yeah. We we do uh, we are a meme based economy at this point. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man. And to a surprising extent. Yeah. Like especially with all the, the crypto fad and meme meme investing. Uh, every not a not a week goes by. I don't see two or three stories that says something booms or something busts because Elon Musk tweets. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah, but again, this is just the concept of the influencer, right? I mean, he is a On he a is trillionaire a, level. Well, but I mean, again, it only benefits him and the people that he is around, and he right. does, and he already has enough. That it doesn't matter what happens with well, it. Of course, yeah. So he doesn't care. He's absolutely like like flipping. Yeah. You know, he's buying, selling uh, on the peaks he creates. And I bet you he'll have a lunch with somebody and be like, hey, guys, what's this? Watch that price. And he just plummets because he made a tweet or, you know, blows No, no, he'll get, hey, folks, and this is how they'll get him on insider trading and this is how he'll go to jail. Hey, hey, guys, watch what I'm going to do. You should probably dump your Bitcoin. There it is. And that's when he goes. That that's when he gets insider trading. That's when he goes to jail. Yeah. Currency manipulation. It's federal. You spend some time in Oregon. Is is crypto on that level? It's not protected, is it? No, no. And that's the other problem. I mean, this past week we had the meat uh, industry affected by a a, uh, a an attack, oh, uh, right. a cyber yeah. attack, yeah. which they encrypted all because if you didn't know. Uh, all of our beef farmers around the country are connected together so that they, you know, basically one big cow. So they can talk. Basically, it's one giant cow, right? So they can talk about, you know, the the so the price of beef it can be controlled, right? I mean, sure, it's, well, yeah, that's basically sure, what it is. Sure. So what ended up happening is is that a group out of somewhere in the Russia old Russian oligarchy area okay. probably Ukraine because there's no laws by the way if everyone wants to know this one no laws against hacking in the Ukraine unless you hack in the Ukraine if you hack in the Ukraine on Ukrainian computers you don't go to jail you just go away you disappear okay. yeah they don't uh, it's the trial is very simple you hack da goodbye uh, and uh, they lead you out of the courtroom, and then, and they never see you again. The family's like, "Where, where, uh, where'd my family go?" Nope, they're gone. Uh, so yeah, so so Ukraine is a big haven for hackers because yeah. of that. They their laws are very sensitive to the fact that other countries can be hacked. Now it could have been China. There was another part of this, and the president did make a statement saying, "Hey, uh, you know, now if someone hacks an entire industry." And, that, and it wasn't a hack, by the way. And I, I want to point this out. And here's what it was. Mm. It, was uh, it was a ransomware attack. So they encrypted a co- one company's entire mainframe, which they had a backup of. Because of if, you don't, if you're not running backups now and you're a large corporation, you deserve the ransomware attack that you get. <laughs> Um, and the whole idea is, is they give you a decryption key. It takes just as long to decrypt your hard drives as it does to do a, a restore from backup. So that hit the meat industry this week. A few weeks ago, they hit the, uh, they hit the pipeline. pipeline. Yeah. You know, so, so the president now says, hey, this is raised to a terrorist-level attack, and we are going to use the resources of our cyber core to find you and treat you as terrorists. Oh, boy. 
so so that's now but but to me I'm like, well, why don't you concentrate on the companies that are not protecting themselves? I I'm I'm just trying to recall how good Central our Park and sci- Fall. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> our government's like cybersecurity is like Yeah, I'm pretty I'm, I'm sure i remember hearing conversations about them spending lots of time and effort being up to date it's a branch of the air force yeah so it's bad we have a cyber core no No, Uh, it's actually very good it's very good several of my former students are part of so it's real bad oh (laughs) these were good students you've never (laughs) used my computer so we know what the ceiling is is we know what the ceiling is exactly we have my guys and then you have everybody else (laughs) yeah so, yeah, so this is the big thing. And so the president is now saying, hey, uh, here we are. Uh, if you hack the United States in certain ways, uh, this could happen. Now, our power grid is, is, is they're not going to attack our power grid because why? Right. They're not going to attack. I mean, they, maybe Texas. Maybe attack the Texas power grid. So Texas one can already be taken out by a hurricane. <laughs> you know, uh, a snow, ice storm. Ice storm. Ice storm, ice storm and a hurricane. Um, well, what but, we've demonstrated is only parts of well, Texas can be completely crippled. Yeah. The rest of it is only semi-crippled. Yeah. Like the same point of ransomware, same point of kidnapping. You don't kidnap a poor person's kid. Correct. Right. And if corporations, and the president said this very plainly, if, the, if corporations would stop paying the ransoms... Mm-hmm. And actually have a plan involved, and he he called out corporations, which you know is so so popular right now. Uh, he called out corporations and said, "Hey, look, uh, y'all are responsible for your data. Please have backups. Don't be morons. Let's make this shit happen." All right. So it's very important that 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 we do you know but work. I, our way I forward. feel like we should have had real legislation on this a long time ago, I should, but especially. Uh, in regards to all the the credit card info that got hacked from mm-hmm. uh, Equifax or whatever. Oh, Equifax! I, yeah. I have so many free years of uh, of tracking thanks to Equifax, the federal government, and others. You know, well, that, but, but that I mean, sounds when, like like progress. What are you trying to? Turn no, no, I'm saying like, progressive like government. A long time ago, we had a lot of issues with people's very sensitive yeah. credit information being hacked, and you would have thought at that time. <gasps> Our government would take action to be oh no to hold We're companies like, oh, what, accountable. What twenty ten years twenty years standards. behind? So cyber yeah so cyber so legislation on technology runs on average seven to twelve years, and if it is something where it is a new technology, it can be up up to twenty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's why I kind of just have like no faith in, in the government on these. Yeah. Does any of the lawmakers understand the technology that they're right. supposed to? Uh, legislate? Well, not Mar, not Marjorie uh, Trader Green. I'll tell you that right now. Um, she doesn't even understand that. Uh, that that that. that uh, I, well, Every time you say that, I, I, she sounds like a manager from like Fresh Market. <laughs> <laughs> she like, sounds like an absolute Karen anyway. Yeah, so sure. yeah, yeah. How yeah. good can our cyber people be if they could never find Hillary's emails after? Uh, well, but her emails. Former President Trump got into office. Like, no, no, he, we found, he, oh, you said his name. That's a strike. We, we yeah. found them. They, they just were bleached, so we couldn't right. read them. Right. It's, <laughs> yeah, they found them, but they were they were they were you know they were bleached as as was said. Which <sighs> I'm gonna say her bleach mails. That's what I'm gonna say. Ooh, ooh. Bleach mails. Yeah, yeah. You know, too many party favors around here. Mm. <laughs> Y'all are very could happy. Might could be. 
Uh, well, I, I'm cool. I'm just gonna start crying on the podcast. Is that, <laughs> is that what you want? Is that just a complete breakdown? Is that really what you need from me? Just let me hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's uh, okay. So here's another one that I thought was interesting this week was uh, the FBI is looking into Postmaster General Louis DeJoy regarding mm. his no DeJoy his political fundraising mm-hmm. while in office. Should we have looked into that before he was appointed? Well, it's more that uh, the FBI wasn't allowed to. Yeah. Until the my, change of administration. Yeah, my, my biggest problem with all of this is very clearly, why is, does he still have a job? I'm blown away that he still has his position at Postmaster General. I, I thought he would have been former a long time ago. Uh, how How is it that... I mean, I know the president has a lot to do, a whole lot to do, a whole lot to undo, uh, especially when it comes to COVID-19, where we only, by the way, only 39% of the entire country is vaccinated. 39% is vaccinated. Is that a position that needs to be confirmed by the Senate? It does. Absolutely. It how is how are Senate. they doing with that? Like, are they rushing them through? Are they taking their time? So, uh, Out of how many are sub- submitted so to la- actually review? So last week, there was a, uh, a GQP member who stood up in, con- in, a, in a Senate hearing, confirmation hearing, who said, this is unprecedented. There are four nominees here right now. There are five more waiting. This is completely unprecedented. Why are we doing all of these at one time? We should not be doing all of these confirmations. And uh, there was a gavel bang, and it was said by the head of that committee of the of whatever committee it was. They go, um, we did this literally six months ago, or eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same docket, the exact same number of nominees, the exact same number of confirmations. Uh, we're just take all of your time. We're, we're just going to get, yeah, we're just going to take your time. You're done. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah. We're going to give it to somebody else. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, but and the only difference was who was in power. Absolutely. And again, here we have, you know, the, the Democrats who were on those confirmations were thrown away. They were saying, oh, no, no, no you, you, we're, we're going to sit here for 12, 14 hours and we're going to confirm all of these people. Yep. And when it, the tables were turned, oh, this is unprecedented. We've never done this before. And he's like, I'm going to, and he read, uh, I, I don't want don't to minimize this. He read the docket. Like for over and over and over again, he's like uh, March seventeenth of two thousand of twenty twenty. Blah 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 blah. March twenty first, twenty twenty. Blah 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 blah. And it just kept going. Oh yeah, and he went over like six dates, and he goes, "So it's not unprecedented. <laughs> this is what we do." Wow. Yeah. They had fun pulling those minutes. They're like, yeah. "Oh, we don't get <laughs> no, it. we don't." He get was it. he was the chairman. Of 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 the uh, you know of the committee he was just replaced from he was a committee member before right, right, and right. he just had his notes oh, oh okay. I remember last time I did this it's <laughs> from last time you know amazing yeah so it is what happens so uh, where are we at comrade should we take our union uh, break yeah we're there yeah. all right let's take our union break all right friends uh, oh there's some comments from the field um, I can't read them from here uh, comrade do you have those up I, I don't what I had the, I had the show notes up oh of course yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we'll take a look at those. We'll answer those after the break. Ah. There we go. You are listening to One Man Revolution with your host, the Revolutionary. And the Comrade. And the Thespian. And the Librarian. There we are. Uh, the Wanderer has wandered away. 
She does that. Yeah, she does that. Does that. Well, oh, that was some good coffee, some Biscoff uh, uh, cookies, I guess they are. Cakes? I don't know. I didn't get any of it. Biscuits? I just got a Biscoff. Shortbread cookies. Uh, shortbread yeah. cookies, yeah. Which is what you're missing out on, Thespian, by not being here. <laughs> Cool. Thank the, you so much. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the penis lattes. The uh, yeah, they're they're all here. Do you have to use a toothpick to draw it? <laughs> you got to get the hairs on there somehow. You got to get the hairs on. I actually have a special tool, which I use. Yeah, you do. That's right. I like my coffee nut free. <laughs> <laughs> Nut-free coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And on that note. And on that bombshell, uh, the One Man Revolution right, well, podcast right, right, is yeah. available on... Oh, no. <laughs> we have a whole other half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think the comrade and I chose the same beverage. Uh, I'm drinking Florida Man by... You don't know who it's by? I, Cigar City Brewing. No, no, no. Uh, I went with CC, and my brain went Crooked Can. I'm like, that's no, it's not, no. It's, it's Cigar not City. Can, no. uh, it is a Florida style IPA. I guess is what you could say. Double IPA. Double IPA. Yeah. We do everything extra here. Hmm. Us? No. Why would we do that? <laughs> there is a roller over here if you want that one, and there's and there's no way for it to be on camera. So <laughs> I've reframed the camera. So there's, it's only there's the three of us. definitely not somebody else in the studio. Never. Oh. That never happens. All right. So, and the ghost said, the ghost said, there will not be a second ghost. Ah! <laughs> they already took that name and that will not be a, there will not be a second ghost. So the, the ghost has been retired. <laughs> no, she has not. <laughs> no, the ghost, uh, she's floating around. She's just not, uh, uh, not like us. Let's put it that way. She's non-corporeal. Uh, and there he is. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this week has had its ups and downs for Matt Gates. He has been unfortunately accused uh, of uh, possible witness tampering in a federal investigation. Wait, why is that? Yeah. His ex-girlfriend, you know, after they got her parents' permission to talk to her. Um, his ex-girlfriend basically was, uh, he, he might've talked to her about not saying anything about their involvement or about things she may have heard. And so now as Matt Gates will very clearly say, there have been no formal charges levied against him. Uh, but we all know that you don't get talked down from 36 charges down to six, Josh, Gond- Josh, Joel, Joel Greenberg. Greenberg, Josh Gondelman, uh, uh, Joel Greenberg, right? Joel Greenberg without somewhere there is a Josh Grondel- Gondelman cursing your name. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's an actor. Um, but yeah, but uh, there is, so, but that's what ended up happening is, is you don't get your stuff pled down that far. 30 odd, you know, mm-hmm charges dumped a couple hundred years worth of yeah, yeah yeah without saying you know i got this buddy who was banging 17 year olds i've got information <sighs> i might could know a guy yeah yeah he might be in congress you never know allegedly yeah no, i just crazy i covered this legally on that one allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. we're yeah. good yeah we can say anything we want allegedly mm-hmm. or we could just mm-hmm. you know ask questions right and get away with it 
Yes. Oh, and that's another one that I would like to talk about a uh, little yes. bit this week because that really drives me crazy. But, um, Thespian, what are you drinking? Still on boob light? Uh, yeah, I got the boob light. Still on the boob light. Hydrating. Um, and uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry, a librarian. You were. You have a cup of coffee. Yes, I have coffee, and then I have the pineapple uh, seltzer with a with rum now instead ah, of uh, pineapple tequila. seltzer and rum. Yes. How's the rum? It is good. <laughs> Where'd the rum? It is not where, gone. <laughs> where'd the rum go? Yes, exactly. Well, there you go. So uh, one of the things that I that really bothers me is, and I called someone out on this on that this week, is that someone said, "Well, I'm just going to ask the question," but blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know that things aren't aren't this way, but uh, I don't I, I don't even know why I would even ask this, but blah blah blah. Someone has to ask the question. Statement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it honestly just, I, I, and I went rabidly at them because I can't stand people who will not represent their own opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, if your opinion is, I think, and this came out last week, someone said, you know, they don't think that someone who is transgender, uh, who identifies as, as, as female should not be apl- allowed to play in female sports. Right. They said that on the show. Yep. And that's how they feel. They post it over and over again, and yep. they've represented it as their opinion, mm-hmm. which is fine. But <laughs> if you're just, you know, I'm just asking the question, uh, why, are you, why are you attacking me? I'm only asking the question. Obviously, you have a, you know, you're triggered by this, which is what I love. I love that one. You're obviously triggered by this. Uh, no, I'm, I mean, I'm triggered by blatant stupidity. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's that it's that it's something that's bothered me my entire life is that that I call it willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. It's that it's this idea that you absolutely know better. There's nothing to indicate that you are ignorant of this issue. You are choosing to behave as if you are because it's easier to behave like a shitty human being than it is to acknowledge the reality of the situation. That's always driven me insane. And. That sat in the White House for four years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I hear that people are saying that's the other one, mm, uh, making yes. it look like there's a giant community of people mm-hmm. who are bringing up these opinions. I heard. I heard that such and so thinks you're an asshole. Right. Well, uh, uh, well uh, but what do you think? <laughs> What's your opinion? Who do you do you think I'm an asshole? Well, oh well, I heard I've heard that many people I, think I you're an asshole. I can't say my opinion though. I'm going to get canceled. Yep. Oh. Because <sighs> you just can't say those sort of things anymore in this America. <laughs> I thought we had Grecian philosophical bases. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Only Roman. <laughs> and and if you want to go back to the field, up oh, there uh, it is. Uh, I'll I'll monitor the that. Wonderful. Uh, Yes, somebody asked. Uh, somebody must ask the question: Are conservatives evil or stupid? Mm. <laughs> That's an interesting or. Yeah. Uh, can't it be an and? <laughs> Could I it? Mean, I, I mean, it can be. I mean, can it be an and that but they are start, both stupid and evil at the well, same time? Well, we start time? with arguing for one of the positions. Okay, and we right. argue for the other position. And yeah. if they happen to have a lot of overlap in the Venn diagram, like it's one circle, mm-hmm. then you know the logical conclusion must be drawn. So is it evil to basically say that there are only two genders and that is it and it's only based on biological sex? No. I, I mean, think it's ignorant. 
Uh, it's ignorant. So yeah. you could say, all right, so that's evidence mm-hmm. that the conservatives are stupid, ignorant, stupid. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, stupid. Uh, it could be willful ignorance, willful right. ignorance. No, but, no, but I, it's I would ignorant. say someone who can be intelligent and ignorant. Once, so once. I, my question in that in that <laughs> regard, though, is they say it's the golden two genders. Is like, well, what do you consider intersex individuals? Right. Do they even know scientifically what that is? Uh, the answer well, is exactly. no. They'd be like, well, what the hell is that? Right, it's, yeah. We've heard of quantum theory. It's just gender spin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that a strange quirk sexuality? <laughs> I mean, is it a... No, it's no. more like a string. By the way, by the way, I, I love the fact that there's a top quirk and a bottom <laughs> quirk in the six quirks. Strange and charm. Uh, yeah. Are there no switches? Uh, no. No. There are not. Oh, I, I just wonder what he's putting that. Gender spin. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but that again, but quantum so, gender, <laughs> quantum gender is good too. Um, it does bother me to, to no great end that when you, uh, when you approach a, you know, a, a person that would identify themselves and I love this too. Oh, I identify as conservative. So therefore blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hold on. So you're saying that you are conservative, but you're not one of those GQP types. So you can understand a political spectrum, but you can't understand a gender spectrum. <laughs> well, so, you know? okay, but, but the other interesting aspect of that, that stance, I, I believe this way because I am conservative. Yeah. What aspect of conservative? Are you talking lifestyle conservative that requires big government to maintain a, a, like a, a meritocracy standard? That's the wrong word. Um, <laughs> yeah, meritocracy is a good word. Is it the right word? It might be the right word, where, where people who are... Who, people only get things if they deserve them. That's meritocracy. Not what I meant, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Um, right, right word completely by accident. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, no, uh, but, but you know, conservative in that it is so important to maintain lifestyle norms mm. that uh, the government becomes involved or conservative in that you need small government, which by nature means you must allow for more, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, fringe lifestyles as acceptable. Mm-hmm. Well, it's which tra- one? That's traditionalism, they, you, not necessarily yeah. conservative. But which one is it? Yeah, you know, because like you got to pick and choose. Because like they would argue the same thing. I don't. The government doesn't have any right to stick its fingers in my pie. Also, make sure my gay neighbor can never be married. Mm. So, <laughs> sorry. Just the, yeah, yeah, there was that was uh, no the word stick your fingers in my pie is just hmm hmm especially when we're talking about sorry. what we're talking about. <laughs> sorry, it, no, I was trying to mute the thing so I can pull up the chat better. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We got it now. Don't it's worry fine. about it. We we didn't hear it. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, uh, it really makes. But again, where you have this system where. Are, so the question was, are conservatives stupid? Or I guess the GQP side of people, are they stupid? Mm. Or are they just evil? Right. I'm going to lean toward the fact that they're evil. The, the leadership is. Because willfully they're ignorant. Correct. That's first. And in order to then sway everyone, mm-hmm. they willfully ignore actual reality mm-hmm. and they substitute their own. Yep. Which leads to things like representative savage. Well, I mean, this last week, I mean, last week they had the vote that said, hey, uh, we're not going, we're absolutely not going to investigate. And that that's died in the Senate. It's done. And to me, I think that what they should do is just ramrod it through, 
and and investigate the January sixth. I understand issues. the president's office can create its own committee. They can, they can, but it doesn't have the same power as. Right. But th- that's the whole problem. So, are they evil? The answer is, uh, my opinion, yes, because you are willfully ignor- I- ignoring treasonous actions by your own people just to maintain power. I would argue that what you're doing is you're enabling and encouraging, like more so than just actively ignoring. You're actually saying to your followers, this is what I expect of you. Yeah. And and, and to that point, um, it's not about ignoring reality. They know full well the impacts of the policies they put forward or don't put forward, knowing that what it means is their constituents have less and less and, and more uh, more difficulties in everything that they do and will be profiting on that. But they also know how to market it so that the constituents who lose everything love the sound of it. Yeah. And the other the other horrible thing in this past week, I mean, if you want to call it horrible, yeah. is that the former president is shutting his blog down because it's it's not getting the viewership that he was hoping it would oh, get. Oh damn. No ratings. No ratings. And if he and and if his voice isn't being heard by his by his throngs of followers. He he refuses to do anything about it. It's like, and <laughs> he doesn't know what to do about it. But he was calling for violence. He was calling for he was calling for people to march on their capitals. Yeah. Uh, dur- in his own in his recent posts, and I guess someone, probably an attorney, said, uh, "Yeah, this is traceable directly to you because you're you have full ownership of this blog so therefore your name is the only one on here you can't pin this on some intern right because it's fully represented by you so they're shutting it down they're going to shut it down yeah it's absolutely shocking. it's almost like there's a lot of you know judicial pressure closing in around them rapidly from yeah. multiple directions <laughs> yeah well well if if uh if the southern district of new york uh, has anything to say about it? They are go- they've gone forward with indictments uh, that Ooh. name the former president uh, oh. and and his people. He's already claiming uh, a presidential immunity. Oh yeah, well, on, there's on no the such thing, which January is hilarious. 6th thing. Yeah, yeah, he was <laughs> no. Yeah, it, it, you can claim presidential immunity on January January sixth, but unfortunately, that doesn't count when you're trying to overthrow the government. And uh, that was proven uh, in the oh, when was that? The Civil War, <laughs> which is the reason why we have all of the rules about what you, what a president is immune from at that time. Right. Yeah. Well, they just want to bring that back, though. Round well, two. that's when that's when it's, America was great. It's so, funny you mentioned yeah. the Civil War because uh, the LGBTQ flag has been around longer than the Stars and Bars. It has. Isn't that weird? Speaking so of that, though. Yeah. Uh, so one of the corners by my house where they like to protest, they were out there uh, on the first, and I'm like, what on earth could they possibly be protesting? Really, I haven't, I haven't driven past that corner in a minute, but it's it. Yeah, I, they're still there. Yeah, wow. and they weren't there during the lunch rush when I went by, but they were there after after. <laughs> they had to get their Chick Fil A. Yeah, and so I saw them. After, it is right there on that corner. By lunch, by dinner yeah, time, right I was out area. in the area, and I saw they had a Confederate, the Confederate Stars and Bars, on a rainbow flag. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, and uh, uh, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna. And then of course they had the guy with the loudspeaker like yelling at people on traffic and stuff. And then was was the, it Milo Yiannopoulos there? Because this. And the whole reason why they were having this is because they had a merch booth. Of course. And that's the other, that's another one of the things that I keep seeing is, is that the president, the former president was, uh, was not getting the merchandising or the funding 
from that blog. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to have it because he kept saying, oh yeah, get the shirt, get the hat, get the this, and no one was clicking on the links. Well, you, you also saw that he sued the RNC so they can't use his likeness or his name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? You could only say my name if I'm there. Say my name. <laughs> say my name. <laughs> Just oh, amazing. I and won't sing. I'm not in person. I won't sing. <laughs> well, I just think that one of the interesting parts about it is is that everyone is is uh, you know I'm sure that the folks who did the stars and bars had no idea what the representation of the uh, the flag mm-hmm. that was there, and so there was a I guess what was it called? It was I think it was a Kickstarter. It was either a Kickstarter or uh, the other one. Um, Indiegogo. Indiegogo. It was one of those that was funded. And um, there was an individual that actually, you know, basically said, well, here are the colors of the flag and here's what they represent. And then they added the uh, the the trans. Oh, for the pride flag, the pride flag. They added to the pride flag. They redesigned the flag from just being a rainbow to also including uh, include things for trans rights, including things for people who have passed from AIDS, Mm -hmm. living living with and have passed from AIDS. Uh, colors from the transgender pride flag and then named all the colors. So I guarantee you the folks with the stars and bars in the pride flag colors had no idea what any of that stuff meant at all. You know, and it drives me again a little bit nutty when you have those folks out there waving the stars and bars, not realizing that uh, the pride flag and, and actual, LGBT rights have been around longer than the Confederacy. <laughs> From their perspective, that has to be really embarrassing. And the Wanderer is home. I just want to point Excellent. that out. Yeah. So here's another interesting little thing I saw pop up on Reddit, unfortunately. <laughs> on the 1st of June. The Comrade reads Reddit. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was something about uh, uh, hashtag uh, mature attached Partners? Nice. Or something like that? No. Mature attached part kids. Oh, oh no. So, no. Do you no. know what the actual acronym was? Because it was something like elus- elusive like that. So I know that there's something on Twitter and it is called Minor Attracted People. That's the one. Thank and, you. Yeah. Minor Attracted and People. It's a movement that I've seen. Like, and I've only seen it on Twitter, but I don't know how like how like how deep it goes basically because honestly if you go deep enough it probably goes back to 4chan right but the idea is that they were um, using the hashtag as maps uh, to identify themselves as pedophiles yeah and they would use that to find each other and they would create this what they wanted to create was a sexual identity as a you know pedophile mm-hmm. and it com- goes into the QAnon theory that a lot of people, you know, fell for with the idea of that they were trying. The LGBT community wanted to add them mm-hmm. as a, you mm-hmm. know, recognized, gen- you know, sexuality. That was a big thing a couple years ago. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was, it was, but it keeps well, coming it, back up though. It, keeps it was coming what up Q all was all about. I mean, the whole idea yeah. behind Q the is they're saying they're trying to say that the entire idea of pedophilia is going to become normalized, right? So that the Lizard people, mm-hmm. uh, what are, what was the whole the frogs thing? Gay. Yeah, turn the yeah. frogs gay. Yeah. But the lizard people who are inhabiting the skins of the Democrats who are mm-hmm. actually in control, who will then be 
who will be purged by the God King president. It was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. we, we lived in a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2016 was so <laughs> long ago. But yeah, so that's a subculture that's been brewing for a lo- the past couple of years. But, it, but it's, it, I think it's really uh, interesting and, and frustrating a bit to see people like that try to claim pride as a thing that they are a part of as right. if it's a legitimate orientation. What is know. this? The Catholic Church? <laughs> They're just. I mean, to, they're just trying to appropriate it, though. Exactly. Well, it, but so it, it feeds. To, it, I, I'm drawing strings here. Uh, okay. it, it feeds into the idea that we've talked about in the past that the right wing media knows how to co opt and gaslight a term mm-hmm. that the left are using, or, or who they deem as the 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 left uh, yeah. enemy is using, and and they use it in the wrong way often enough that that term gets taken away, like triggered. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Or snowflake, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right, but but this is another example of that. Enough like, snowflakes, you, you get a blizzard. If you put enough attention to the wrong things that aren't actually attached to pride, but but start that in June, mm-hmm. eventually the the concept of a Pride Month can be poisoned very yeah. easily. Yes, yeah, and, and that's, that's and the same thing goes with transgender transgender restrooms or 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 genderless restrooms. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh well, if we do that, then uh, then 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 all these people are just going to go into those restrooms, you know, willy nilly, and it's going to be pedophilia everywhere. They'll all have wide stances. Yeah, and here's the <laughs> and the funniest part is about all of that, or the most concerning thing to me, there are no incidences. None. There's no court cases. There's no there's no research. There's nothing except for someone on Fox News. Mm-hmm. F-A-U-X News, who sits down and says, this happened. Somewhere in the country this happened, and no one researches it. No one questions it. No one says... Well, who was this person? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what? Who was this child that was touched by a by by that pedophile? I'm just making sure the Canadians not here. It's oh. like the gun debate. Oh no, 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 no! Don't bring that up when he's not here. He's not here. We're good. Yeah, we're probably good. Uh, no, yeah. what I'm getting at is, as a gun-toting is, liberal, I will allow this. A lot of the the arguments around the the, the pro and con gun debate are entirely story based. Yeah, There's no 100%. statistics, no research, no nothing. It's just anecdote. Yeah. And and it's to the same extent here, like the sports thing in the bathroom. Like it's not about well there's a there's a law history that says this is a trend that we need to worry about. It's well somebody on on some conservative blog said a thing about a kid that they knew in high school this one time. Right. And that means all of them are like this. Well then why did uh, uh Justice Kavanaugh get uh you know get confirmed then because he had a lot of things that he did in high school well, uh, and so, college. So with going that, back to the bathroom incident, yeah. you know, example is they're always like, "Oh, well, you know, you're going to have these men who are going to identify as women to go into the bathroom to, you know, attack them them." And it's like your problem's not with trans women, it's with predatory men. Bingo. And the fact that they have all those conservative pundits that'll say, yeah, if I could have done that as a teenager, I absolutely would have. And it's like, that's the problem. <laughs> you, You're the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, sir, are a child molester, oh and God. we need to put you in jail. I, I yeah. really like it when they out themselves yeah. as yeah. the worst of humanity. And, and it's self-outing, self-outing people. And it's really frustrating to me because they love to frame it as we have to protect the poor women. Or the kids. Or the kids. Yeah. Or the kids. For Oh, but the for the, the children is, debate. I'll, I'll get, let's like get into that. They like to put the two of them together because they want to infantilize women as well. <laughs> for the children. 
Morgan and Morgan for the no, children. But, but the reason why it's always, but what about the children? Mm-hmm. Is because it's really difficult to refute that, right? It, so I never felt bad about standing for the national anthem or for being proud to be an American or all that stuff until about 2017. <laughs> yes. And then it felt really bad. Uh, uh, but there was... Um, it was earlier for me, but yeah, well, okay. Fair. That's why <laughs> well, I became I've, aware of things yes. that as a... Cis white man of privilege. I've, I've never stood. I've never stood. It, it made me. It ostracized me uh, in my in my youth, uh, and it was always funny when people were like you got to stand for the pledge. And I'm like, I don't got to do shit. Well, I never really thought about what it meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a reason to think about what it meant. Yeah, but my, my, but anyway, my, my, uh, it's it's funny how a, a thing as simple as that can be corrupted by mm-hmm. like a small group of people, and immediately you're like, I don't think I want to. Do that yeah. anymore, just in case people think I'm associated with that. Well, remember when we went to that bowl game back in oh, yeah. whatever year that yeah. was? That was a little while uh, back. Eighteen. Eighteen. We were at a bowl oh, yeah. game in eighteen, and uh, you know we didn't we didn't stand for the for the anthem. And it was like just, right in the middle of the Kaepernick. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a, and the and a woman behind us just kept kicking our chairs <laughs> and saying saying you know just like like. <laughs> Well, she also like leaned down and like yelled the yeah. final few lines of yeah. lyric yeah. into her and ears. And the hope of the brave. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, and and I think yeah. that at that point, I, I turned around and said, "I don't have to stand," mm-hmm. you know. And and then they left. You know, yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, it's like immediately uh, not a problem for it. Yeah, this was a rather crowded bowl game. It was yeah. not empty. It was weird. It was, it was mean, well moment. before COVID time. So yes. very much so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. It just again, it makes no sense to me why so many people have so much concern over other people, what other people are doing. Right. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yep. Well, I mean, but that's just it, right? Unless like. It's- Wearing a mask, then you should just do it. <laughs> well, no, that's the, the threshold is: Are you harming somebody or mm-hmm. removing their autonomy? Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, right? right. Like, so, like, if it's a matter of like, who do I want to kiss today? That harms no one except the person I'm trying to kiss. In which case, they probably ran away. Uh, I, I'm right here. <laughs> later. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but something like, well, you can't marry a person who has the same genitalia as you. You're taking something from a person. That everyone else has, right? Like it's let them be as miserable as we are. Yeah, yeah. Not all of our tax breaks <laughs> taken away. Let them right. deal with it too. Oh man, no, they, but- <laughs> there is no reason to get married anymore because the conservative right removed all of the advantages to getting married because gay marriage became legal. Yep. So they removed any advantages of being married. If, if you can't have her, no one can kind of a thing, right? Like, I'm just, well, okay, if I'm losing some aspect of this, yep. I'm going to destroy it yep. completely. And so the laws that are there, there are no real big tax breaks. There's nothing at all. And now, you know, even the president who made some overtures about you know, helping out families with children the the right you know the GQP folks that are in the Congress are like we're not voting for whatever your stuff is because it's gonna it ended up passing but we're not gonna vote for any of your stuff because you know it benefits these other people when six months ago they voted for everything sure mm-hmm. yeah but but it's it's a matter of again the packaging and also who who benefits the most from it yeah. and and with the former administration the the greatest benefit went to the corporations who are cutting all of the representatives' checks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's the opposite. It's we're giving all the benefit to the people who need it 
and it goes up from there, and that's unacceptable. But let's face it, all of that need-based uh, funding is going away. It's yeah, all it's, sunsetting. Absolutely. As whether soon as it's the Republicans pro- can kill it. Whether it's protection for uh, folks with rent, mm-hmm. uh, whether yeah. it is uh, you know f- uh, protection for companies to uh, be able to file, uh, you know, people to be able to file unemployment. Right. It's all being removed systematically so that they can punish those people that aren't going so, back to so work. So we can go back to normal instead of learning. Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah. whole narrative. Yeah. yeah. Well, the idea so, that no one wants to work anymore. Do we yeah. want to talk about that? Well, a, a, friend, <laughs> a friend of mine, yeah. their family have been speaking in detail mm-hmm. about the fact that people are not going back to work because they're just lazy. Ooh. Ooh. I have thoughts about Ooh. that. So here's the other one. Uh, a recent survey showed that 86% of people would quit their job to find a new work from home position rather than go back to the office. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've and proven it's it's not necessary to physically occupy a space anymore. Yeah. Well, depending on what your industry is, because well, that's also retail the, always sucks. Yeah. But <laughs> well, no, and that's something that gets left out of the debate sometimes too. Right. When they talk Absolutely. about this idea of going back to normal, going back to the office spaces, and like I'll harp on this forever. You know, there's the you know essential workers that it never we never not we're never not you know at, at our workplaces. Did you notice how quickly it went from essential worker to lazy pricks that no right. longer want to because work anymore? Want more money? Because that want they more want money. Th- they want their Chick Fil A sandwich and they want it to be served to them with, with, from a smile that's not covered by a mask. And people yeah. are like, "I don't feel comfortable doing that. You're not paying me enough to do that, so why should I?" Yeah. Right. And that made them so angry that they're trying to cut all of these programs because they just need people to be their slaves again. And it goes deeper because restaurants, as we know, have different rates that they that they pay mm-hmm. rather than you know for servers and for even you know uh, 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 bus staff and everyone else that's based on tips it's based on on pooling of tips it's based on uh, on money that is there because the wage is so far reduced from minimum wage mm-hmm. yeah because those people are getting tips and that's a and 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 people who make a good a good income above the median yeah. are saying, I just want to go back to my restaurants. Right. I just want to go back and have people serve me again. Hey. Why are those it's lazy five cents on a five hundred dollar bill? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are those lazy people not going back to work? Oh, it's because the govern because the Democrats are letting them uh, get the get unemployment and yeah. additional unemployment, and so therefore I can't go to my favorite restaurant because they're only open three days a week. They should be grateful I tipped them fifteen percent. They barely worked for ten of it. <laughs> but no, and, but, but and look but, at all the cash they're getting. See all the cash they're getting. I don't understand why they don't. They're not more the, appreciative of the cash. But to the librarian's point, and and to to a greater extent, a long running debate in yeah. in modern politics is the universal basic income and the mm-hmm. freedom it affords the workers. Right. When you create uh, a given base level of existence, as in a place to live. Yeah. You know, water, power. Just basics, the staples of surviving. Oh, modern, but, modern but comrade, what you're talking about there is you're you're talking about the government getting involved in all of our lives and as and, it should and, be. And they ma- already are. They already are. Right. And that's the fun right. part. It's too late for that. So you've yeah. lost that. But yeah. but the point is, what we're seeing is is McDonald's offering fifty bucks just to show up for a job interview, mm-hmm. 
or an iPhone if you work for long enough and you invite four other friends to their multi-level marketing program yeah. or, or whatever else, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's to the point now where they're like, new wages starting at $12 an hour. It's like, yeah. oh, so you've always been able to pay exactly. for employees. You just chose not to. Yeah. And what we're seeing is power returned to the working class mm-hmm. for the first time since the 50s? It would be, hold on, there was this guy, his name was uh, Carl. Carl. Quarrel. Quarrel. And he was one of the Marx Brothers, right? So it was Groucho, Chico, Carpo, and Carl. Yeah, that was one of the Marx Brothers, yeah. They didn't teach me that in school. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing what the capitalists don't teach you. That's right. That's Uh. what happens when they cut... Uh, art funding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but that's just it, though, right? It's 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 union. The concept of unionism, yeah. is coming back by necessity yeah. in the United States, which is uh, it, hitherto I would have thought as as unfathomable. Mm-hmm. Corporations should be smarter. They should be better. They should realize, you know, the lessons of the of the sixties and seventies that. Your employees are a resource and not a cost. Mm-hmm. And then Wall Street became big again. Well, it was really this, the, the explosion of CEO pay. Wall Street. And, but it wasn't from Wall Street. It was where the companies themselves valued a CEO above employees but, by 100, 200, 500 times the salary. Who, who pays the CEO that money? Well, it's paid by the, the, the board of directors. Which is funded by the investors. Yeah. So all, all of it comes back to this idea that your stock market return is, bet, is, is, is higher than last year, regardless but, of why. But even when they're private companies, you have these, these people who are the CEOs, the president of the companies, mm-hmm. who say, I deserve 500 times sure. what my employees get paid. My response, I am paid... In proportion to my responsibility. Right. Which, I'm responsible for the company. Yeah, which you can never get a... If you're an employee, you can never actually get a meeting with that nope. with that, oh, that, no. that CEO nope. or boss or whatever. Yeah. And it's really funny because I work for the state. The librarian works for the state. You work for a private corporation. Yep. Uh, you work for a private corporation, right? I Thespian? work for a global corporation. A global corporation. The Thespian works for anyone offering yeah. a job. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, she works for... We all do. Within Within reason. reason. (laughs) Nice. Nice. But the idea here is, is is I, the same thing has flown, has uh, has kind of uh, flowed over into state, into state positions. You know, I I can't just go and knock on the door of the president of my university. I probably could because I don't give a a rat's ass, but... Uh, but there I are certainly ma- couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> but you couldn't as a as a regular individual externally, or in your position, you probably couldn't go to uh, who runs your who who who's in charge of the libraries anyway. Uh, the, are they an elected the, official? No. Ugh. Is there a board? Oh, there's a board of commissioners. There it is, yes. board of commissioners. So you'd have to go to the board of commissioners to to bring your grievance, right? But yeah. they're also not meeting people in person; they're all virtual. Yeah. And that's the other thing I get that, that drives me crazy. It's we have, oh, well, fl- I just got into this argument today with a Canadian who, who posted a meme that said, 
uh, you know, here is, you know, Canada and everyone is locked in their houses and Florida, yeah. it's like, you know, women with their tops off, yeah. you know, they're driving, they're going through a drive through uh, lick, uh, uh, drink stop. Okay, you know, sure. and that's what that's how they're seeing us here it, in Florida. But those are in Louisiana, so. But no, well, we have here now too. Oh, we have them. Every, we have them, and it's been in the New Smyrna. Is no longer, it does not exist. No, but no, I think he's saying like drive-through cocktail stores. Yeah, drive, drive-through, oh. drive-through. We have plenty of drive-through cocktail spots. They've been around. New Smyrna Beach still has yeah. them. Every beach town has a damn uh, cocktail spot where you can drive Got through. It. Okay, so um, summer. Yeah, it's Summer on the DUIs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, selling DUIs left and right. As long as, <laughs> as long as you're not a person of color, you can drink a cocktail while you're driving, um, in beach towns around the state of Florida. Uh, but, but they're seeing that. That's how they see us. So I had to, I had to correct them, and they came back on me about it. I'm like, look, you know, we had 62 deaths the last week. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, X number of cases, and they came back with me. Well, you're not on lockdowns, uh, you, and and you can actually go out and do things. And I, I'm like, aren't you a, aren't you? You all can go to the grocery store. Y'all can go out and go camping. Y'all can go out and do this. You can do that. You can do. I, I gave them a list of things, and they're like, well, but we're still on lockdown. Yep. I'm like, but what do you want to do that's not one of those things? Well, the, the difference is that uh, here in the United States, we didn't give a shit about being in lockdown. Yeah. Whereas yeah. there, they do. Well, now here in Florida, no, no one's happy. To be right. clear, they're no following one's the happy about it. Mm-hmm. They just follow the rules. By the way, right. uh, Canada will be uh, fully vaccinated long before we will be. There's a lot less people. I mean, we're, it doesn't matter. There's 31 million people there. I they're, also have it on good authority that COVID can't travel in like minus 10 or lower. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the heat. <laughs> yeah, it's the... Uh, mm. That's the cool. It's, it's the mi- cool. It's why the yeah. vaccines are cold. Oh, okay. Are you, t- are you, <laughs> are you talking to the former president again? <laughs> Do, you, do, do I need to inject I some bleach? To, here's a telescope. It looks directly at the sun. Oh, there it is. And just aim it at you. Take, take a yeah. look. Just yeah. take a look. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Oh, uh, there's spots. Wait, I can't see spots anymore. Good. It worked. It worked. Um, but the thing is, is that he, we got in this discussion back and forth, and he's calling me out, and I'm like, look, here's all my statistics. Well, we can agree to disagree. No. I will not agree to disagree on facts. Thank you. <laughs> You I, can say whatever you want, but I'm not going to agree to disagree on facts. I had the same thing happen to me about the vaccine. Yeah. With my coworker. We were going back and forth a little bit, and she's like, well, you can have your opinion. I'm like, no, no, I don't have an opinion. I have medical fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have an opinion. Yeah. And it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will not be hospitalized, and I, will not, and I will not die if I get COVID-19. I still have to wear my mask. Of course you do. Because I'm surrounded by people who refuse to get their vaccine. Same yeah. me, same with me. Yeah. And, and 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 I'm sure you're called out about it because I was I'm in, actually not. I was in a grocery store today yeah. and I got the I got the, the the white guy hey bro look from this dude not wearing a mask. Sure. And I'm wearing my mask because they'll sign on the outside of the Bingo. Privately owned company says wear a mask. Right. So I am going to wear a mask. And he goes, he, he gave me the you don't have to you don't have to wear that anymore. And I went, bah, and I kept walking. <laughs> cool. Nice. Then, yeah. I mean, but so, anytime but, someone, anytime someone calls me out for wearing a mask, I just sheep at them. It's like, you know, <laughs> you, you're going to say it if I say anything. I'm just, bah, I'm going to walk away. So my, my counter to that is because at my work, it is no longer required if you're fully vaccinated to wear, you know, you don't have to wear a mask anymore, but they're not also, they're also not asking to see who is vaccinated and who isn't. No, it's but not legal. Also, all it my coworkers legal. are still wearing masks. Yeah. We're all, we're all really? choosing to wear them. 
because one, we care about each other, and two, there's a couple of our people on our staff that cannot get the vaccine there it is. Yeah. for you know medical reasons. It's not like she's you know choosing not to. But anyway, so we had uh, someone come into the in, into our library and asked like, why are you still wearing a mask? And I said, because I work in close proximity with people who can't get the vaccine. And I work with the public, with our, which consists mostly of children mm-hmm. who yeah. also cannot get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just they were just appalled. <coughs> like, what do you what do you mean that you right. care about this well, around well, You're well, you're fine. You're safe. Why are you still exactly. doing this to yourself? But let me guess, they're probably not vaccinated. Well, this person was. That's actually. How, okay, good. Yeah. So, because that was how the whole topic of conversation mm-hmm. about vaccinations came up. But most of the people that ask me are are of an old enough age that I would assume they are vaccinated. But yeah. But basically, mm-hmm. anybody between like eighteen and sixty, if they say they're vaccinated, I don't believe them. Yeah, but, but well, not because, in your county. <laughs> well, anywhere. Any, no, twenty twenty ruined me of trusting the public. Yeah. Right. We went. They went so far as to make covering your face with a, a method of protecting the people around you mm-hmm. a, a portion of their identity politics <laughs> that I can no longer trust the word of anybody in public. But right. but beyond that. Um, it's it's the fact. So so it was posted. The question was: At what point do you feel that it would be appropriate to have a gathering of people like a show, mm-hmm. you know, without masks? And there was a couple of different answers. But my personal answer will be when the CDC says we have reached the herd immunity threshold of vaccine, mm-hmm. which is seventy five percent of the population fully vaccinated. We are at thirty nine percent correct in right. the country, and we are not going to reach fifty percent. Nope, no. we're not going to reach it. And I'll continue to wear my mask in public because yeah. you know what else I like? Not getting a cold or the flu. That, yeah. that yep, the flu that, that was well. yep, the flu last year was not available. And people don't have to know what my whole face looks like. That's okay too. <laughs> yeah, I like that. that that's I, I'm nice a fan part. of that. Yeah. But come on, librarian, just smile for me. Behind this mask <laughs> is a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it wrong. Why aren't you smiling? Why aren't you smiling? Oh, you I should mask go, more. Go, go, go ahead, Thespian. You're leaning in on that one. Go ahead. Well, no, that, I was going to make that joke, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was muted. And so, <laughs> I stole your thunder. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> These things happen. Yeah. And, and again, it just drives me absolutely crazy with all of these people that don't have a good reason of why they're not vaccinated. No, so so my but yet but yet they they criticize you for being vaccinated. No, so it's it's not necessarily that. It's the fact that it, it's the group of people that felt that the the social distancing and mask wearing and all of this other stuff was just arbitrary. There was no yeah exactly. There was no reason for it. It was just this thing that they did to make people feel better. And I don't really see the points, but I'm told to do it, so I will for now. And then. The CDC says, well, you don't have to if you don't want to. Except that's not what the CDC said, but that's no. what everyone fucking heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, I don't feel like it, so I'm not going to anymore. Right, yeah. And, and it, 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 again, it's those people that we can't trust. And it's not even necessarily whether or not you trust them with their health, but who knows who else they're going to go see. I know for a fact that my coworker has children who cannot be vaccinated because they're too young. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and all, all I see is someone who who can't take a very simple precaution to show that they give a shit. But they don't. Exactly. That's the point. Yeah. No, they exactly. don't care. And that hurts me. Yeah. It, it hurts to see that level of, of, of sheer, sheer-faced abashedness at this mortal threat to their own right. family. 
And that's kind of how I feel in this past year and the idea that I'm serving a community who cannot give a shit right. about me and my health because they were all they were constantly arguing with us in the height of the pandemic about how, oh, it doesn't matter if people get sick. It's only the old people and the you know, the people who have immune diseases yep. that are gonna die. It they're they're the statistic they're that gonna we're gonna die com- anyway. We're we're statistically comfortable with them dying. I'm like you're going to say that to my face yep. that you think that I am an acceptable loss yep. to this community because you don't want to wear a mask. And 10% these are acceptable losses. <laughs> wow. And these are the people that I have to serve. Yes. Yes. And you wonder why I get angry about the whole no, thing. No, <laughs> I've never wondered once. I've been in those same shoes. There has not been a day that our office has been closed mm-hmm. for a health concern. Not that's that's insane. It's insane to me. To me, uh, uh, you're talking about a, a rental community. Yeah, and not one day not one. in during the entire pandemic was your office closed out of mm-hmm. concern for health. Mm-mm. Which that's that's insane. We were told that we could operate from behind a door, and residents can call us but not physically visit. Mm-hmm. Did a single resident stop at the sign that says "Don't open this door"? Oh no, no, no. Why? Why would they do that? Not one. And, 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 and that's just it. Like, like it's been repeatedly shown to me over and over and over that every individual, it, it, broader than just the COVID mask thing, every single individual American feels that the rules are for everyone else. Oh, yeah. I am the exception because I'm smart enough to know better, and I can make sure that what I'm doing doesn't break the rules that make that rule necessary. But I still love the people that are have the mask on, and then they're like, they walk up, and I'm sure, and you had these. They immediately grab the mask, they pull it down, and go, yeah, I have a question. I need to ask mm-hmm. you a question. They yeah. pull the mask down. You can and, put the mask on, step yeah. back six feet, and yeah. then we can talk about your question. Yeah, so I've been I've been doing something. I've been doing a little experiment over the past couple of weeks. I've been listening uh, yeah. to uh, NBC's nightly news podcast, which is just their nightly news. With no, you don't have any of the visuals, so you can just listen to the nightly news. Cool. And it's interesting to hear what their rotation of stories are. The rotations of stories lead off with coronavirus. Follow it with mass shooting or some type of tragic event followed up with happy story. Yeah. And happy story is someone recovering from coronavirus. Jesus. Someone who uh, did something that affected two or three people in a positive way, but Mm -hmm. somehow it got a press release released Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. This priest really touched a lot of kids. Oh, (laughs) You know, I've touched a lot of lives. Or a community organizes to help an individual that the right. government failed them. Or, right, uh, yeah. And that's 17, the other one. 17-year-old successfully funds her surgery through GoFundMe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's always something that is this, it's a positive, so it's three segments, and the last segment is always this positive story. Let's talk about some positive news tonight. Mm-hmm. And it's always the same little, where did this come from? How did this bubble up? To, here's a child who uh, who raised money uh, through selling cookies to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why does that matter nationally? <laughs> right, it doesn't. And what it is, and we've talked about this before, is it's a reinforcement of the values of America. Mm-hmm. America. Of America in order to push forward the idea that we are a community, and at the end of every 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 broadcast, whenever uh, Lester Holt is doing the evening news, he always ends it with, 
uh, you know, take care of yourself and others and, and, you know, and, and get vaccinated when you can, you know, he's been doing, he's been doing that one for, uh, you know, six, eight months now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's really interesting to, to, to see that as a microcosm because that is pe- that is what people are seeing on over the air through rabbit ears because that's NBC. Right. Right. Now, a lot of the people are saying, oh, well, you know, liberal media, liberal media, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, the other rabbit ear station would be a Fox station because you have ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox, which goes out over the air. Yep. And I can't watch more than five minutes of a Fox News program. <laughs> so uh, if someone would love to, if someone would like to write in and, and, uh, and, and say how wonderful they are, but it still follows the same three segment. Six o'clock news or or six thirty news national news, you know they it follows the same three segment process. Uh, news of the day, whether international, national, whatever, which usually for lately has been including including COVID nineteen, hmm. followed by tragedies in the world, followed by positive story. And to me, it's, uh, it makes no sense why we continue to follow that, which has been a, a formula since the 60s, because I went back and looked. Yeah. Well, it's because it, there's a psychological pathology behind it. Yeah. Right? Like, like it's, it's, it's not an accidental uh-huh. thing. It's like when you walk into the grocery store, the first thing you see to the right is the fresh produce, mm-hmm. and you're meant to walk in a counterclockwise pattern because people spend the most money that way. What it's meant to do is draw viewers in. So the more people you have watching, they get a positive story. You get a commercial break. They yeah. feel good watching the ads. Yep. And then the first thing you get is a gut punch back into the news, right? And, and it's funny because in those second segments when they're talking about uh, today in, you know, in L.A. or Miami or whatever, where there was a mass mm-hmm. shooting, and then it immediately... Florida, man. It stops. No, and yeah. it just stops. Yeah, right. There's no resolution of what happened. It's just we're just reporting that there was a mass shooting. Here's an event. Yeah. Here's an event. Yeah. Now, you know, you, you, the conservatives are going to say, "Well, congratulations, they're 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 being journalists and they're reporting the news." Um, but how can you just sit there and 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 talk about a mass shooting of twenty or forty people? Yeah. And not have any reaction to it at all. It's because they know it in advance, so they have the opportunity to get yeah. over that reaction. Well, no, no, I'm just saying, not oh, allowing oh, oh, people, for, yeah. not yeah. allowing for a no, reaction. because they don't want to have the thought that goes behind that when you just like, oh, this tragedy happened. Oh, well, it's not going to process this. We're going to go straight to the, you know, the positive news because yeah. we yeah. don't have time to give it the gravity that it deserves. Right. Yeah. Well, that's dead air. Yeah, it yeah. is dead air, but yeah. it's, sometimes I think it's warranted. Yeah, but they don't qu- they don't question any of the political things that are happening. Right. They don't and and that's I think where CNN and and MSNBC and all of those cable news 24-hour stations come in. Love them or hate them, I despise 24-hour news. But love them or hate them, this is where they come in where they can go in more detail in these in these processes, talk about what what happened, get reaction from people, mm-hmm. bring in talking heads. And yeah. do that. Yeah. So all of the conservatives that are out there saying, well, it was much better when Walter Cronkite was delivering the news. It hasn't changed since the 60s. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the, the evening news hasn't changed since the 60s on broadcast. The only thing that's changed 
are the cable news 24-hour stations. Bingo. Yeah, it's the narratives that can be maintained about those yeah. cable news. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yep. it's, I mean, I mean uh, probably one of the most iconic aspects of American television culture is the end of NFL and the 60 minutes TikTok, mm-hmm. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Like, right. like, I, yeah. like, that's such an iconic thing because that's always how it be. Football's over. Now it's time for news. Yeah. 60 minutes. Like yep. the real news, big boy news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Immediately after the NFL, every time. Yeah. After, after the Super Bowl. Any NFL game. Yeah. Any Sunday night game. Oh, so. Sunday night. Yeah. And, and to me, was I, it, Monday night? it was Sunday nights. Sunday, night. Sunday yeah. nights. Yeah. So um, the, the librarian posted a, a question of Am I the asshole this week? <laughs> Oh, I was actually I, looking there for a good one. I can't one, remember. So. I can't remember where you. It wasn't an actual. It wasn't like, an story actual Emma the asshole. But it was one of those stories where I read it. and I'm like, someone could easily construe this. You know, make this into a narrative of asking, "Am I the asshole here?" Because they, they the article shows both sides of the uh, of the uh, argument. Basically. This should be good. So I have the article, and it said, and the headline says that I have to log in as a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> For only $4 a month. Uh, you too them. can support <laughs> I hate them so much. The headline says, I'm going to go back to our Slack and just read the headline because it gives you a full headline. Yeah. Uh, an expensive lesson. Unpaid taxes cost overseas family its Orlando vacation home. So you have... A family who, because they were away for a year because of COVID-19, they come back to go to their vacation home, and their vacation home is no longer theirs Mm -hmm. because they didn't pay the taxes. Mm -hmm. So... uh, This is... uh, It was sold at auction in January without their consent. Just sold. Alvarado. Well, they didn't own it. They didn't own it. It was it was in tax. It was added tax lien on it. No, the bank owns it. Yep. You just have a loan with the bank. Uh, no, the county owns it, not the bank. This isn't a mortgage for forfeiture. This is a property tax forfeiture. Huh? Yeah. So the they county didn't pay owns taxes it. On it. They didn't pay taxes on oh, it. Oh, interesting. No, terrible. So, am I the asshole for feeling bad for them or good for them? Which way does that one go? What, what was the am I the asshole uh... question? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's an interesting point because, like, there's a lot of aspects to this I don't know. Obviously, uh, I would say that if they've never worked abroad, they no, they, no, these are overseas family. They they live they abroad. Really live are they abroad. expats? They live abroad. They're, no, they no. live abroad. They are foreign. They're still foreign nationals. They're foreign? still U- U.S. citizens. No, no. they're foreign citizens they're who foreign own. Citizens. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, backwards. Yeah. Oh, and okay. they, yeah, from over there. Yeah, coming here to. Well, vacation. that's okay. We stole our jobs back. <laughs> We got our jobs. I <laughs> <laughs> got our jobs back. <laughs> no, seriously though, uh, it, the the worst, the, the bad answer, but the true answer, and there's a reason they don't have their homes anymore, is ignorance of the law is no excuse. It's a terrible, <laughs> right? You know, it's an awful answer, but that is the answer. It's a screwed up tax system sure. that steals property from foreigners well, and people who don't pay their taxes uh, from foreigners who don't have the ability or, or who are not notified yeah. that their taxes are due. They could have been paid a Bitcoin. That's international. Well, or, well, I mean, but the whole idea here is, is that... Right, the, but they might not have known. No, yeah. I'm, like, I'm being difficult, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, but the, doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but the concept here is, is that here they are, they're living overseas. 
they 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 finally get the opportunity to travel. They come in and your home is no longer your home. I mean, there's someone living there because it was sold at auction. Yeah. I. I, and and by the way, you don't they they, they probably still owe whatever mortgage or whatever sure, was yeah. on it because that's 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 separate versus taxes. Yeah. So mortgage versus taxes, the city can, the state and the city can come in and take. I mean, yeah, we, you know, we, we spent a lot of time discussing how broken our tax code is here. <sighs> so if we had a clear, concise and simple tax code, I'd say it's they're not the asshole, but yeah. well, no, sorry. I would say they are the asshole, but in the case of the fact that our tax code is so damn broken, Everyone sucks here. Everyone sucks here. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. essentially what I got out of the article too. Yeah. Everyone sucks. It's like if you're if you have enough money to own a home in another country, it's pretty impressive. But it doesn't I feel call- you would have a lawyer who Unless could you help just you live there, and then that's just you living. Yeah, but here's the funny part: uh, the, uh, property yeah, like they and didn't go from America to then. Well, the fam- the family there. in question um, lives in the Middle East. Huh. And owns many properties, and this happened to be one of the properties they had in Orlando. Do they have other U.S. properties? I didn't say in the article. Uh, they just um, they quoted the guy by saying that they, they had, have a bad lawyer. Yeah, and yeah, it's whatever. And one of the Who things, was managing this property? Is well, my only question. Exactly, no, exactly. There's a lawsuit and that right was there. One of the things that the guy said, like you guys didn't, you know, you guys could have found me on LinkedIn at the very least, and then the the um, the, I guess the county came back and said, well. If you search this person's name, there's over a hundred people with that name, and it's just—it was an interesting. I wish you guys could read the article. I, I forgot yeah. that it was, you know, blocked by a paywall because it was interesting that they they showed both sides and it didn't really take a stance on it aside from you know. So journalism. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's what we call it, reporting. <laughs> yeah, no, it was journalism. But <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, I will say with the publication because it was the Orlando Sentinel. There was a little bit of a slant of yeah. like, hey, we don't like having. You know, our property owned. Oh, the Orlando Sentinel, I'm sure the entire bend was. Hey, these dark people own property my, in our country. Uh, my well, my yeah. family's slur about the, the Orlando Sentinel was the slantinel. It it does have a particular bend. It, it does, does, but like, the article was better about that. But no, but but that's just it though, right? Like it's the idea that if you have a certain kind of philosophical core and you write to that point, you are branded with an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> <Sorry>. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> you are generally, uh, generally, yes, labeled with an opinion. <laughs> Yay! All right. So, I, I love my little tiny person. <sighs> it's my favorite part about this whole thing. Oh man. So yeah. So uh, everybody sucks here. I think is the is the is the ration is that. the rationale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, it doesn't take much to contact someone through their representation to say, Hey, you should pay your taxes. It just seems to me like someone made a, a you know, property grab. Yep. And I wonder who made that money. I'm sure it was the County itself made a, a significant amount of money probably on, on that transaction. Well, when you get something at tax sale, mm-hmm. it's free. <laughs> yeah. So they just, you know, they just got money for the taxes plus whatever it was yeah, sold for. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, does anybody else have anything else? I think I had a well done. Oh, you got a well done of the week? Okay. Uh, hey, do you have a well done of the week well over there? You got a well done? Yeah. All right, hold on. I have two. Okay, so this is a one-man revolution. Well done of the week. Do you want to go first? No, you can go first. Okay, I have two. 
If uh, he goes first, he's going to take a nap. No. Uh, <laughs> That's what the espresso is for. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. So first is uh, well done to President Biden, who has pledged to donate 75% of our unused COVID vaccines to the UN-backed global vaccine program. Which is, uh, pr- which is problematic, but I will... It is problematic, but it's, prob- but it's fixing the reason it's problem or helping fix the reason it's problematic, which is yeah. that we have all the vaccine and we're not distributing it anywhere else. Well, we have all the vaccine. I think it was something in the neighborhood of like 72 million doses. Right. Uh, which our people should be freaking taking. Yep. <laughs> but because we're too stupid, I'm sorry... A portion of our population, which seems to be 72 million people. Hmm. Let's think about that number uh, r- for roughly, just well, it's, a no, second. It seems to be roughly 60%. 72 million people voted for the former president. Oh, but it's more than that. They don't have their vaccine. I know. But he's donating the ones that you that yeah he's literally donating the number that did not that voted for the former president because they're not getting vaccinated. That's a fun way to think about. Isn't it, it a fun way of looking that, at I, it? That's a fun way to think. Yeah, about it. yeah. Um, I but, also, but but hats off. But the problem that the problematic part about that is he's donating it to the UN, and there are people in Congress in the Senate to be exact uh, who might be on the right side of the aisle that are saying, well, the U.S. isn't going to get the uh, the credit we deserve. Do they resemble turtles? Because it's, uh, no, it was, an, uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was one of the younger members, not uh, the dead one. Booker? Um, no, 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 no. He, the right side of the aisle. The, yeah, Booker. No. No, what's his name? The guy from Colorado. Um, yeah, it was him. Um, I can't remember his what's name. What's his name? I don't know. Cory Booker's a New Jersey Stra- guy. Uh, yeah, but he's a, he's a Democrat. No, I know that. I was trying to think of a Colorado kid. <laughs> Strange, straight Napier. He's also dating Rosario Dawson. Oh, is, no, Cory Booker. Wait, wait, wait. Cory Booker's dating Rosario Dawson? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we need a corner just for who's dating who in, uh, yeah, in, in there. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the, the whole problematic thing is he's saying, well, you know, the, 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 this GQP guy is saying, well, this shouldn't happen because it's absolutely the president is that we're not going to the United States isn't going to get the credit we deserve. The U.N. is going to get the credit. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care who gets credit. We're not using it. Let's get the world vaccinated so I can travel. I didn't realize we were all still in the third grade. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the level of bullshit that is. Yeah, yeah. it's all it's selfish. It's yeah. why why would you do something that would benefit others? It's yeah. childish to an extreme. Yep. Oh, we're not going to get credit for this. Who cares? No, you know what we are going to get credit for is killing seven hundred million citizens. Yeah. Because we the wrong person wanted to take credit for the wrong thing. Yep. So if you start worrying about credit. You start killing people, and that's how you get remembered. Credit where credit is due. The former president killed more people than the first world war. World War Two. World twice War Two. Yeah, twice over. Twice, twice over. twice over. That's what it was. World War Two. Twice over. Uh, thespian. The the comrades. Well done. Took a turn. Uh, <laughs> I had another well done. That's a bit simpler. Well, but we're going back and forth. All so right, we'll go. Okay. We'll go to the. I also have two. Yeah. Right, we'll go. We'll go to the thespian with thespians. Well done. All right, my well done is to uh, Simone Biles. Um, She, in uh, leading up to the Olympics, they are doing all of their time trials and, or well, I guess no time trials for gymnastics, but um, you know all their 
the championships and, and titles mm-hmm. and such performance competitions and whatever yeah. i don't know the way to get to uh, the olympics uh, so she um performed a new move that nobody has done um and landed it like stuck it mm-hmm. um maybe took one step but that was it um but it's a your your chenko double pike uh vault Thing where uh, if you see it, she's just flipping in the air so many times, um, you know, very quickly. Um, and it's great. But her the judges kind of a sarcastic well done and an up yours to the judges because because it is so difficult. They gave her a super low score to discourage other people from trying it because it's so dangerous. Um, you judged but sports she's like, suck for that reason. Bitch, yeah. I'm so good. Like I, mm-hmm. I know. Like I know people are gonna try and do this, and they're gonna fail. And that's what. That's when you learn to don't do that, or you know, whatever. That was a thing in figure I, skating well, too. Well yeah. done skating. to Simone for still kicking ass, and uh, you know, hopefully going to. I, I think she's working towards her seventh national t- or uh, world title, so uh, in world competition. So well done. Comrade, my turn. Uh, okay, so uh, in Nevada, the governor has recently signed a new bill. Oops, uh, that's what I get for having things in my hands. Uh, <laughs> that permanently expands mail-in voting access to every registered voter in the state. In Nevada, in Nevada. Interesting. Hmm. Mail. I just thought votes. that was good. That is pretty good. Yeah. Well, in this in this t- in this time when thirty-seven states are reducing the ability for people to do good voting, mm-hmm. yeah. And Thespian, your final right. well done. Uh, my final well done is to a uh, young woman by the name of Paxton Smith. Um, she is she was a valedictorian at Lake Highlands High School in Texas, um, and she chose to use her three minutes on stage for her valedictorian speech to. Um, basically just berate, uh, the governor of Texas, uh, and just completely berate him for, um, signing the heartbeat bill. Yeah. Um, and she spoke out against, yeah, against, uh, the abortion bills that he put out six weeks, six weeks is way too early. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and she like, she speaks on that in her speech. Um, you know, uh, she went way off book. It was not the approved. Oh no! Speech. She threw the speech away. Yeah. She literally opened up a piece of paper. She took a deep breath and she said, "I'm really nervous about what I'm about to do." Well, I'm okay, pulling so a Pelosi. She, yeah. Right. So yeah. she had she had been planning on, uh, like, because she had written something, and then it was signed in like that week, and so she discussed it. Um, the article explains that she has three parents. So I'm, I'm guessing her parents are divorced and one is remarried. Mm-hmm. Um, so she discussed it with all three of them. Why can't it be a thruple? Hmm. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, I guess. <laughs> sure. Mary thruple. Oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about Texas. You're right. It is Texas. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, did she talk to all of them and they, you know, two of them fully supported it. One was, not really okay with it, but still would keep it on the DL and was supportive. So, you know, um, kudos to her for having, having the guts to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but in the in the article it has it listed but i i watched it just to hear the uh emotion in her voice but um what the in the in her speech uh there's one quote that i um it's like one tiny little paragraph. Um, I have dreams, hopes, and ambitions. Every girl here does. We have spent our whole lives working towards our futures, and without our consent or input, our control over our futures has been stripped away from us. Mm -hmm. I am terrified that if my contraceptives fail me, that if I'm raped, then my hopes and efforts and dreams for myself will no longer be relevant. I hope you can feel how gut-wrenching it is, how dehumanizing it is, to have the autonomy of your own over your own body taken from you, and at that point in time, uh, you could hear the women, the other women in the audience start to cheer. Mm -hmm. um, just you know, yeah. they all understand. Um, but yeah, when, when well a room when a room full of white men sign a bill about abortion mm -hmm. at six weeks. Which is yeah. a period you, that is you know two their weeks hearts late. Are the yeah. Right place. yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and literally he borrowed anybody else out of there. And the one woman that was in the room was placed directly behind him just for the photograph. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, but well done to the valedictorian. Well done yep. to the fact Paxton that she... Paxton Smith. Paxton Smith, because she spoke out using her time. And the ramifications are huge because... High schools can remove your valedictorian status from your uh, from your record. Nothing uh, has come of it. Nothing has like come of it, but they can. Yeah. So she did take they, a they, huge they like, risk. We can, hold your we can withhold yep. your diploma. Oh, I had I picked up my diploma six, uh, two and a half years later after my graduation. We'll talk about that sometime. And, um, and, <laughs> and luckily for Paxton, she didn't have her mic cut. Yeah, like yeah. the ceremony event organizer at the uh, Memorial Day. Yeah, event had when right. he started mentioning black soldiers. Yep, yep, yep. Just turn off the mic. Absolutely. Uh, if anyone out there thinks that we are beyond all of these issues, uh, mm -hmm. they came back with a vengeance over the past four years. And if that's what making America great again was, uh, I want to go back to when America wasn't great, like that time from 2008 to 2016. Uh, so that's all I got to say about that. I wouldn't say it was great, but it was better. It was a whole lot more. Uh, again, as a as a human being, I think it was a whole lot better. Absolutely, it's a mixed yeah. bag. Agreed. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. But hey, he did allow for a lot more things uh, than were than were there before. Lots uh, more unicorns. <laughs> many more unicorns. Oh, and on that bombshell, the One Man Revolution podcast is available on places like uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, right here every Friday night uh, on Facebook Live, uh, and anywhere else where your friendly podcasts are found. Even if they put ads in them, we're still there. Get nothing from them. Uh, <laughs> labor of love. Labor of love. Uh, you know, uh, we do this because we enjoy doing it. We don't do this because we're looking for someone to tell us we're doing a good job. Uh, those <laughs> of you that did tune in uh, to the Facebook, I see there are some comments. There are a couple of more on there that we didn't get to. What are those last two that clapping. are there? Yeah, there was one that was uh, clapping and cheersing. And nice. then Charlie said 2000 to 2001 for me, but I couldn't tell. When where that, that was all right we there you were go talking about That's when fine. it popped up i was All like right. i feel like we're past it. we're past that all Whatever right good that was. 
so. All right. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate folks that, that actually take the time to comment. And for those of you that listen, even though you will not admit to your friends that you listen to us, which we have a lot of those out there. Your secret's safe with us. Uh, your secret is safe with us. All right. So until next time, I am the revolutionary. I'm the comrade. I'm the thespian. I'm the librarian. And I bid each and every one of you peace.